0: Mara Kate Elliot, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya.
1: Alias is a show about a spy. Hey, LaToya.
0: <laughs> and we are joined by returning guest, Lindsay Keel. What's up, Lindsay? Hi! So, we are talking about, I mean, a very contested, like, latter season show in general, but we picked a very awful season four episode 11 uh, the Road Home episode. It's the episode Alias. where
1: Sydney fights the helicopter, the minicopter, I, I must say.
0: And Jason Siegel shows up. So, <laughs> so, Alias, Season 4, Episode 11, The Road Home. It is, I mean, we were talking a little bit beforehand. It's hard to really pinpoint a point. Well, it's not hard. I think when Will Tip and Leaves, it, it gets really bad. But <laughs> it's hard to, to, to pinpoint exactly when Alias starts to kind of spiral a little bit in the later seasons. But this is kind of like the quintessential all the terrible beats that kind of re- read like a SNL parody of the show more than it is actually an episode of the show because almost nothing happens in terms of the like main core plots. It's all just like splintered weird stories going on simultaneously. And the characters all feel so separate and pointless. Like, why are we watching yeah. this? I,
1: no- I noticed uh, one of my notes was like, Oh, hi Nadia. And then, right then I'm like, Nadia had nothing to do this episode. She literally so, asked like, Vaughn if you want to go see a movie without me and Weiss.
2: It's, I felt like really saying, bad for her. Honestly, I'm like, it It's I like almost Nadia. like they were
0: just having cameos in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Nothing and these episodes, anybody was yeah, doing made
2: any sense. It was like, okay, cool. And what these episodes watching? got
0: more and more frequent. Like I feel like as the, as the especially on, because season, especially in season four, too yeah, much happening. It was. Just, I think they were trying to do more. I mean, we can get into it. I know, little toy, you have a lot to say, but I mm-hmm. think it's probably them trying to be more accessible. Yes, that, that's, that's definitely it. As we've discussed, this show is probably, well, we can all argue, and I think we'd all maybe agree, this is probably one of the most mythology-heavy shows of all time. Mm-hmm. It is up there with Lost. I think it's more mythology than Lost, to be honest. It's more mythology than, like, all of Joss Whedon's stuff, even though that's got plenty, too. And everyone always just assumes yeah. it's, you know, an action show where they happen to have some crazy backstory. It's like, no, if you really watch this show... There's, like, crazy levels of just, like, you literally have to read. Rimbaldi. Like, like Rimbaldi yeah. documents. And then Which was you introduced in the pilot. Episode.
1: People always think it was introduced after the fact. Like, no, it, that oh, was introduced no. in the pilot. That was the show's whole, like, you and know, raised on It's, like, uh, it's one of the first, if not the first, like, heavily serialized network TV show.
0: Yes. And I feel like this kind of matters because that's mm. why I feel like this episode especially is so much of a letdown. Because it just feels so contrived compared to other episodes that have far more absurd plots, but are just done more, you know, I don't know, realistically. It felt so insane.
1: That was the thing, too, actually. Because the, the thing about Ailey is part of the hook was that, oh, yeah, like, you, you can't miss a week because, like, you'll be completely lost. And it was started in season three where they're like, we want it to be more episodic, but they still kind of said, fuck you to that. But then it was, like, season four. It's like, no, you have to be episodic. And, like...
0: Or you'll be canceled. Yeah. yeah.
1: Season three was aired out of order, too, but, like, season four was, like, aired wildly out of order, and it's, like, no, you can't do that. Even when it, like, was more episodic, it was still, like, slightly serialized, because, like, they, they couldn't just completely change the show that way. That would be insane, and, honestly. And that... I'm, I don't know. There was a I'm lot of one... stupid episode things, like, the Vaughn in Sydney and, like, the Russian uh, suburban neighborhood, like, that episode was in this season. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I cannot see, remember the Irish last time Priest I watched Vaughn. Season four. Yeah. Oh god. See. Irish Priest Vaughn is in the season. They actually mentioned that. Uh, the zombie episode's in the season, but that's also the season finale, which is absurd.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, literally zombies are introduced in this season. I mean we did we could have done that episode. Honestly, we could have done any episode of the season. We would have had something to say. Mm-hmm. This one especially though just feels I mean, by the time we get to the third act of it, it is so fever pitched madness that i mean i mentioned before it feels like an snl sketch Mm -hmm. it feels like a parody of what the show is because
1: it's like this is it's basically a parody of all like all the characters featured it is a parody of like the things people make fun of about them of about vaughn about sydney about jack pretty much
0: yeah yeah and they're all it's all like their their most stereotypical beats like Mm -hmm. it's all sydney being the heroine who's just so she can't have a normal life can't have a normal life and like has to Help other, and then like of course she also even has like the bringing the normal guy out of mm-hmm. his normal life bit because she's done that so many times with people, and it's just like there's this like every little beat of it, it felt like okay that's that's her being her, and then there's Jack being an insane psycho, the, mo- the most Jack
1: being a terrible father basically, actually yeah,
0: spy daddy literally being a, a spy daddy and murdering his uh, surrogate son, and then uh, I, I don't even know what else there, I mean, Oh, and then you have Vaughn
1: being. Vaughn, okay. Vaughn, Vaughn, being his most Irrelevant. like poor back, poor dead dad backstory. I have
2: so many well, this this storyline that. that they introduced for Vaughn was just so stupid this season. Doesn't it go nowhere? It really? Goes like, well.
0: I can't because the, that's not even his real last name. Uh, yeah, that's really the, his son. And then finally,
2: yeah,
1: reveals it. Yeah, but like I feel like Ugh. this storyline particularly like goes nowhere.
0: Yeah. All right, let's just jump in because we got some. We could probably keep like moving around. There's a lot of moving parts. We'll probably continue to derail ourselves because we're all mad. Yeah, and we're about, we to talking about the greater. I will thing. introduce early on that I I brought a glass of scotch because I know that. Oh, I've, every time I've I mentioned,
1: been drinking bourbon since I watched nice. the
0: episode. <laughs> uh, do you have beer, Lindsay? That'd be perfect. I know, right? The <laughs> scotch, more bourbon, one beer. But um, so I I every time I mention, we'll tip it. I'm gonna take a little sip because it's gonna be bad. It's gonna. The only thing that's gonna stop me from absolutely. Devolving into a Will Tip and discussion because I feel like there's a real reason. I mean, this is the fourth season. It's the only season without a Will Tip and guest appearance, even. So I feel like that plays a factor. But, you <laughs> know It way.
1: really doesn't. But I will say, as uh, one of the biggest problems Alias faced in general, besides just. I don't even know if it was network interference, but besides that, it's just like getting rid of the personal and just kind of mixing, yeah. like yeah, her. So basically, she had no more will, and obviously no more Francie. So, no more like,
2: normal friends. Because <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. like Weiss, honestly, I think makes like is a great friend to her, but then eventually, even that kind of just goes to the wayside once he finds Nadia. So right.
0: and and the Will Tippett <laughs> thing. I mean, I, I bring it up most, I bring it up mostly to. Um, I'm, I'm joking because obviously everyone knows that I enjoy Bradley Cooper a little bit. Really? But uh, <laughs> that's a, a touch. But so I, I love that element of it for sure because I've always found him probably, again, I've said before, probably my favorite character of all time or definitely up in top five. And I find him a really compelling character because he kind of became, he went from every man to superhero roughly on the show, mm-hmm. which is kind of what Sydney did too, but we just didn't see the progression as, as yeah. slowly. And I really appreciate the show for like kind of having it about the two of them being great human beings basically and, and showing you what humanity can do but that stuff aside mm-hmm. I love when he does even guest star in season three and season five mm-hmm. because although those those scenes are you' know, mostly just tying up loose ends with the the Allison stuff and mm-hmm. then uh, with the Francis stuff and then the, the season five is mostly actually to kind of just get Sydney back onto earth like I feel like that season five they've gone so outside the realm mm-hmm. they needed to bring will in to, to kind of Bring in that catharsis of like, remember Sydney's like a human being, like because you always kind of forget that she by had a point. real life.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: she had a real life, and he's somebody who actually cares about her, and like it's mm. just obviously everybody on the show does care, but they're always there, all these weird behind the scenes, mm. like I'm not really Vaughn, and I'm like secretly murdering people uh. in Angola and not wearing the sweaters, and, like all this type of thing. <laughs> Like, I, all this stuff is happening while she's got, I mean, these people all care about her, but there's usually so many, like, ulterior motives at play that uh, Mm -hmm. even though they care about her, they're pissed at her or, or not telling Mm -hmm. her the truth about things because dot, dot, dot. Well, Tippin, there's, I mean, at the beginning, he's like, obviously trying to solve her fiance's murder, but Mm -hmm. even when he does, you know, talk to, uh, to Jack about stuff, he eventually comes clean with her. And then from that point on, he's almost a hundred percent just honest. He's just an honest human friend to her. And exactly. she's got very few people on her on her side that are like that, even when they're her mm-hmm. biggest allies. Like, someone like Jack who literally would die for her
2: Never is honest still with keeping her.
0: huge mm-hmm. secrets from yeah, her yeah. up until the very end. So it's crazy. To me, it's it's a little bit crazy to me that, that they would bring mm-hmm. away so much. And then I feel like this, this episode is kind of like where the show hits a rut, where it's it's been so long since we've gotten Her with, either a like, Will or a Francie. Like a real and person, basically. A real pr- Even Nadia being introduced, you're like, yeah. oh, maybe she'll kind of, like, but it's like you know. Oh, no, she's a spy, enough. too. It's
1: like, again, Which, Weiss is the yeah. most normal person there, and he's still a fucking spy.
0: Yeah, and they all, like, shit on Weiss all the time, but, like, Weiss, compared to, like, say the Sam in the episode, would be a totally different person. Like, he would know call signs, he would know all that kind of stuff. Sam doesn't even understand how to, like, start a car properly, <laughs> Which, or start I will a car. Say
1: this: like I, I'll say Jason Siegel's character is technically, I would say, a positive of the whole thing just as that normal person, but because of, like, the damage is done, and they can't follow through with such a character, like, you'll never see him again, and, like, it's kind of to the detriment because... Like, I would honestly be interested in seeing him be brought into this world, like, just as her friend, but yeah, they can't they can't do that because, again, with. everything's, like, case of the week, one shot, and, like, one and done.
0: And it, to me, it kind of sucks, too, because as much as he's likable, I guess, as the character, more or less, it's it's kind of tough for me because it's, like, almost like they were saying, remember all those times we did this with, with uh, Will? We did it with Francie, we did it with Marshall, we did it with Dixon, we've done it with basically everyone you've ever met on the show— And now we're going to do it with this random guy, too, because it's like, that's how irrelevant it is. To to me, I know that this is just a random one-off story, but it's almost just, like, taking this major plot point of her, like, slowly exposing herself to someone she's sad about and making it into just sort of a write-off story. I mean, luckily, they kind of, they make it more, you know, it it was more, like, situational, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like it was, she was, like, suddenly, not in love with him, but, like, into him and then doing it. It was more just, like, her being a good person instead of her being into him or Mm -hmm. something. But it still felt like, oh, okay, well, now you made, like, one of those, the the major plots of the show is Sidney's, like, having to try and bring them into this life of Spidum, and then sort of made it a little bit of a joke. Because, I mean, by the end of it, he's almost, he He, is kind of joking about it.
1: Especially, like, he's able to go back to his normal life, which is insane. I know.
2: It's like, oh, we did all this, now go home.
1: Yeah, you can go home. Everything's fine. The dude's dead. Like, it's not like he has any officers or anything who would want to, like, avenge him.
0: What? I still like that was bullshit. Yeah, it's such had. bullshit.
1: That's I bullshit. Still...
0: <laughs> it was like, I talked to some people. You're cool. I'm that's... Like, oh, okay. Thank like, you. easy. Oh, that that's,
1: that's what ABC wanted, basically. Right. It's like, uh, it's good.
0: But so anyway, that's a major factor. We're going to get to that step five. It's pretty early on, and then it kind of goes throughout the entire episode. But at first, we start out with, um... Paris. I, oh, okay. One of the most infuriating scenes.
2: Oh, well, God. can we talk about her red wig? How just—it's
1: awful. She it... looks terrible. She has some great <laughs> wigs. This is a fucking awful wig.
0: Yeah, it's a—it's it's like hideous. A, it's like librarian <laughs> yes. cheek or something. But like, not even like good librarian. It's like librarian, let's make Jennifer
2: like... Garner extremely unattractive here for <laughs> yeah. no reason whatsoever. It's just mean, yeah. basically.
0: Yeah, she looks like like. Like, I don't know, Boondocks librarian <laughs> And then she's got like. It's like an uh, SNL sketch, like we were saying before. Yeah, it really feels so fake. That's why it's like, so bizarre. And it, and then she comes in, of course, speaking French. And then um, there's a guy who's trying to sell a chip, which mm-hmm. I don't remember if this is like an ongoing story. That's part of the Nothing's ongoing
1: story. That It's just all part of this minicopter shit. Yeah.
0: So it's bullshit. This makes me so furious because there's so many things in the show. I mean, not that everything needs to be interconnected, but that was the beauty of the show. It, when you jump in halfway through, like, this big chip thing, it felt like there was something, like, I was missing. Yeah, in my and notes, I, I actually you know. have it
2: written. I can't remember the last time I watched season four, so I have no idea what they're doing right now.
0: Because... <laughs> but that's <laughs> I mean, if it's a standalone, you should definitely know. So. Okay,
2: here's oh, the thing I was wondering era. about. Like, obviously,
1: it's a standalone, and... I wouldn't say season four is not sophisticated compared to like a season one or season two. But Agreed. did all the like every tech thing they were talking about, everything about the mission sound like super contrived and like confusing? Because like I understood the point of what they were doing, but as they were saying it, I was lost. Yeah. That's why it
0: felt like it was fake. And like I've
1: the... rewatched other episodes recently enough where I never felt that way.
0: I think it's just when you get to this point where you you're it's like they're running down the same beats of the same story, it feels like they're. They're trying to one-up themselves every time. And the stuff with Marshall can always get a little bit much, because you got to be really careful. It's the, he's at the queue, if you've never seen the show. He's at the James Bond's queue, mm-hmm. essentially, where he comes in with the tech, like, you know, crazy, funny, like, it's a lipstick, but turns into a bomb, and, like, all kinds of stuff like that. And And that's fine, but, like, at some point, if you're doing that and you're genuinely, like, I don't know, not even trying to pretend it's not goofy, then why are we, what does this happen? the whole point of before, we had... They used to be fun. Usually, they used to be fun, and it used to be going, and the, the really important part is he was going up against the absolutely deadpan crowd of, uh, Sid... Dixon? Uh, D- D- Dixon... Swown sloan and then eventually jack and all of those people have smiled like eight times on the show so sydney <laughs> would
1: often throw him a bone and smile but jack and sloan would never oh my
0: god i mean jack and sloan i i mean to be honest i would love to watch jack and sloan go watch like a comedy show or something I feel <laughs> like that'd be amazing
2: i have such a visceral reaction to that actor now because of sloan like if i see him in oh, anything yeah. else i'm like i fucking hate you.
0: Yeah, so, so but it's uh, Victor Garber and Ron Rifkin, and those two are absolutely, like, deadpan. I mean, there have been in other things where they're obviously more, you know, animated, but these two characters are, they're just, they're literally assassin spies who are always changing what side they're on. So, you can imagine, like, that's what's so funny about someone who's, Marshall is, you know, I mean, I'm trying to, uh, he's, he's a goofy Stereotypical nerd guy on this show, so you're gonna get like him being like all funny and goofy about stuff, and then those two just not reacting, and that's what was good about it, is it kept it grounded. But now there's nobody there besides Sid, so she's just like, okay, okay, good. and he's just like goofing off, and it's like, well, this doesn't even like there's not even like a follow through for it. It just sort of seems dumb. But so she she gets stuff from him at some point, but even earlier than that though, in this episode. You're, you're kind of just left with nothing. Every time they, they do a briefing, talking.
1: like, every time they do a briefing for anything, like, just if it's her, Sloan, and Jack, I'm like, what is going on? I know what's going on, but the words are saying mean nothing to me.
0: Yeah, it's absolute gibberish. And the problem is, that you wouldn't need, you, you could have that kind of, like, high-level, you know, buzzword, military-slash-government stuff, fine, and weaponized, all that stuff, fine. But you have to give us the the bare bones minimum instruction in the beginning where we just know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then they just continue to, like, you know, know, uh, buzzword it up. Mm. We don't know that in the introduction, so we're just, like, left at sea for Mm. the rest of the episode. I don't understand anything... All I know is it's a helicopter. To okay. Be yeah. So I think it's a drone, right? It's
1: yeah. Kind of it's like, uh, Sid calls it a next gen sniper. Basically, it's uh, basically
0: Captain America Winter Soldier, yeah. but minimal. I think is the vibe right now. Going guess,
1: for. So from the first team, all they know is that it's like a biometric weapon that targets a person based on their DNA. So they they don't know it's like a mini copter yet. <laughs>
0: It's it's a sen- it's the helipads from from Captain Win- Captain America Winter Soldier yeah. on a smaller scale because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a helicopter instead of a huge you know ship, but so so that this is gonna be arm but in the beginning we're there she's just looking for the we don't even know any of yeah. that all we know is there's a chip she wants yeah and god and knows this chip dude, can do fucking anything this
1: dude has no chill he says this is my way <laughs> out with this chip i can buy a new life and he just keeps going on and on about that like why the you fuck buy does she dog? care she's <laughs> ready to pay was, you man
0: it was so weird it's like do they know each other i don't know any of the information here it felt so bizarre. I, they don't know
1: each other because she's doing a french accent or at least he, he knows her well, as... A,
0: he knows her as her, yeah. but it was like, why are you sharing your life story, bro? Yeah. And Again, they're
1: in Paris, and yet Vaughn does not speak any French or in his French okay. accent, that's his one skill as an agent. That is his one skill.
0: And I mentioned before, the show is insane for having Michael Ver- Michael Vartan not speak French basically every episode. It he should basically have had an entire alter okay, life I'm as sorry. A it person.
1: basically has him speak French every episode. This is the one uh, exception to that
2: rule.
0: I don't know. I feel like it could have been even more. It was
2: Vaughn's so one French skill all the time. Why not? I
0: feel I, I guess it's partly that I was a little bit like Left out because Will Tippin never got to speak French, and we all know that Bradley Cooper. (laughs) Yeah, drink gulp, gulp, gulp. Bradley Cooper is fluent in French, among other languages, thanks to Limitless. The masterpiece. Um, So, yeah, the masterpiece that is Limitless. Um, so he, so he is speaking. American accent just sitting at the bar. Where else Sydney is av- she's not even really she speaks French a little bit but then she just switches to an accent. Mm-hmm. Although is that guy French? I was so confused. Her whatever
1: her like identity is it's French. I don't know about this and, dude. I thought the he dude was, dude was like
0: has an accent, Austrian but- Whatever the reason is, he's he's speaking with an accent, and she stops speaking he just, French. She just speaks American. He's just accent. speaking
1: a lot, and I just kind of tone him out. After I'm like, you need to calm down, sir.
0: Well, he gets killed pretty much. Yeah, it's life. like oh, I guess yes, this guy's it's a not important.
1: Then they have dead. a yeah. very public shootout, as they do. <laughs>
0: As <laughs> the show always does. Earlier, Vaughn had spotted the guy who was going to shoot him, and he like they ran a background check on mm-hmm. him, and then it came up not matching anything. Vaughn sucks Which at his job.
1: He didn't do but jack shit. That doesn't yet.
0: make any sense, because why would it not match anything? Because the minute he, well, the, after he gets caught, he slits his own throat because he doesn't want the guy, Sasha Kuj- Kurjev, whatever, to come after him. But, like, if that guy has that much of a pull in the, in the if well, Sasha's going to know who he is, his his face should be recognizable. And like, I, if they're face, looking for
1: criminals, maybe that's the reason why. Because this seems like it was just a guy he picked who he could leverage the family thing.
0: Oh, is that what, maybe what it was? Okay. Yeah. I thought, well, he certainly knew how to slit his own throat very well.
1: I mean, of, of every never yeah, got do that. Maura, either. It's, it's not that hard. If, if you're determined to slit your own throat, you, you know how to slit your own throat
0: i guess but it was like that was such a i mean i guess the dire straits of him not wanting his family to kill but i was like that's a very quick jump
1: couldn't they kill his family anyway though
2: he seemed very determined yeah i don't
1: understand how he thought that was going to do you think that that also shows that he's not a professional because like yeah dude would just kill your family because you failed
0: or like wait five seconds and like talk to them they're the fucking cia they could figure something out he doesn't know that well, he he could if he didn't slip up on first meeting.
1: Life yeah, I to jump Nora. right to that.
0: <laughs> like Jesus, take five seconds. So anyway, yeah, that so, guy
1: has no chill too.
0: So he he gets he kills himself.
1: Yeah, so we're back. And
0: then we get introduced as all this stuff is like you know being that's that's the main plot being introduced. We get this stupid flutter of like whisper like. I don't even know secrets amongst Vaughn and um and Weiss. About oh yeah, after they talk about the trip, dumb yeah, fucking yeah. journal. Who cares? Bill Vaughn. Bill Vaughn is it? Is Bill Vaughn even a real person? Because well, we, well yeah, we, yeah,
2: then we yeah, out that Vaughn's like, not even his real name. Like at the end of the season, it's like who? What is happening? Because his dad was like a CIA who like, was killed in action, and like he showed
1: Sydney his dad's name like the first season. So who even knows?
0: And I want to know, I, I'm very confused, because if he's not Michael Vaughn, why is he just, like, running around using Michael Vaughn as his name? Like, you should switch your name from Bill Vaughn. It, it doesn't make sense. I think
1: you know the Wikipedia I, explains it, but I don't care. Like, yeah, about the whole like, Vaughn thing. Yeah, I don't care about Vaughn. I feel like sucks.
2: what they did with Vaughn this season, giving him this weird backstory with his dad, was just so pointless. It made no sense. I'm like, why? why are we wasting our time on this? Where did this well, come was, from?
0: And it makes you feel really stupid, because again, when his father was killed in Live of duty, that whole, that was his first episode even, I think he's introduced to mm-hmm. that. We find out later on he was killed by a Ryan Arena de Revco. Yeah. So that was like a whole major plot that mm-hmm. they just threw under the bus, because you know, uh, he's got a journal saying he's got uh, entries in there after his death. So it's like, okay, clearly he's alive. And then they give that journal to Weiss in order to research what the heck it's about, because they want to figure out What the fuck's going on? Because Bill Vaughn's name is on a plaque about fallen veterans. Here, (laughs) let me decide to look into it. Let
1: me read uh, the Wikipedia for Vaughn's character, so we can see if we can figure things out together. Okay, I'm going to say the words. I don't know if they will make sense. Okay, (laughs) so the first season established that Michael Vaughn's father was one of the several CIA agents killed in the line of duty by Irina Derevko, Sydney's mother. Bill Vaughn's death was questioned in season four after Vaughn found a journal fuck the journal apparently (laughs) written by his father with entries dated three years after his death in 1979 three whole years oh my god maybe he just got the date wrong <laughs> was
0: was, can you imagine? Please, I wish that was the storyline. <laughs> like, like at the very end
1: of
2: it, it's like, whoops, journal! Was. I've
0: been writing the wrong year. I for thought, the thought the last the 80s. Years. it was the eighties. It was dear I'm diary. So
2: I've been fucking up. Sorry. <laughs> that's the last page. but I just didn't read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gonna go hang out with this really pretty
2: Russian chick. See ya. Uh,
1: okay. Continue. That's, that's la- the last entry. Gonna go hang out with this really pretty Russian chick. <laughs> See ya. Um, Vaughn's subsequent investigation led him to conduct a secret mission in collaboration with Sydney. He turned rogue by the end of the episode Nightingale. However, he returned to APO, where they work, after discovering his father really was dead and that the journal entries had been part of a ruse d- devised by Elena Derevko. So at the end... So, yeah. It's garbage. It, it this went, this went just nowhere. They were, they were fake journal entries, not even just wrong years. God.
0: This is this is what I'm saying. Is, like I unreal. get it.
1: But... Let's continue with his re- revelation that he's not Michael Vaughn anyway.
2: I know I like how his name season, is a French name because that's of his course only it is. Skill. Of course it is. It's really his only skill,
1: Andre Michel. <laughs> like honestly, I want to know how the casting for Michael Vaughn went down because Michael Vartan kind of oh, is was I wish... the worst choice for the role because he only has one skill.
0: And I wish, I wish they had them all come in and say, "My name's not really Michael Vaughn." <laughs> <laughs> <That's a lie. laughs> okay. Because that's like his most iconic moment, and how pathetic!
1: Because that's yes. the worst. Vaughn proposed to Sydney, and the two took their long-delayed vacation to Santa Barbara. They've been trying to do that since season Santa fucking two.
2: Bar- Santa Barbara like, this... is not like you would think they would go to some destination, but they choose Santa Barbara. I don't think well, better Vaughn. Destinies so
0: long. you watch this episode, Lindsay. You know she's seen everything. She's seen all these amazing things, but, but not Santa Barbara. Barbara.
1: <laughs> During the car ride, he confessed that his real name was not Michael Vaughn and implied that his first allegiance was not to the CIA. The season, however, ended in a car crash that cut his explanation short. In the premiere of Season 5, Vaughn is taken by an armed group from the crash site. He is thought to be a traitor when he was recovered and reveals his real name is Andre Michaud. (laughs) His father was actually a mathematician associated with a group known as Prophet 5. I'm guessing that had something to do with (laughs) Rimbabwe. Seven years ago, he had been approached by a woman named Renee Rien, whose father worked with Vaughn's at Prophet Five. Well, his name's not really Vaughn. And has since worked with her to uncover more information about the group. At the end of the episode, he was shot by a rogue agent disguised as a CIA executive shortly before this. He learned that Sydney was pregnant with a child, blah, blah, blah. They don't explain why, like, hey, I'm going to pretend to be the son of this guy and then also try to get more information about all of that.
0: It's all insane. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's like they just threw all of the regular shit under the bus because I don't. I guess it was too complicated to keep him in there because he was too much a part of the mythology. And if they wanted to keep Vaughn in this situation, they needed to make him less because his character was basically always there, just egging the, them on, trying to get all these things exposed. The, so they're trying to make it more standalone. He can't really exist, I guess.
1: The only thing I can think about why he would want to know if Vaughn like daddy vaughn is still alive and so he can be like oh i need to dispose of this guy because i'm not really his son and someone will know that so that's the only way i can think of that but from what i can tell that was never an excuse given
0: it's garbage it's, i mean it's entire sad story sad the entire storyline show was so good yeah. but jesus like, that's that's one of the worst things i've ever heard because they basically just that's threw, nonsense
2: just i just read i read nonsense
0: and we, we're we're skipping over the part where he eventually lives with monks in Nepal for a oh, while. Oh, there's a paragraph about all like that. He's dead, <laughs>
2: but then they find out. No, we've actually known he's been alive this entire time, and i have been it's asking, like, It's just it's so stupid.
0: Just give up on him. Just give up on him at some point because I, he's not worth our time. I anymore.
2: should say I've never
1: watched any of season five besides the, the premiere. And I'm like I can't deal with a season starring Rachel Nichols. So
2: yeah, <laughs> Alias is one of those shows that I like probably rewatch like maybe once a year but I'll only watch until the end of season three because season four and season five Yeah, I mean, I can even do started. season four. I
1: can't do season five. Like, I I want to get through season five. So like, I want to get to Amy Acker, but I'm like, but Rachel Nichols. Amy
0: Acker's great. Uh, <laughs> again, sip, sip,
2: sip. The world sipping thing is great.
1: And it's like, like Balthazar like Getty before he got, like, scary, thinny. Oh, like, skinny, God. so. yeah, See, I
2: forget all about season five, too. I never... I think I've watched it once. It's crazy. Oh,
0: God.
1: Uh, it's, 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 it's ridiculous, also, because... Nadia, Sark, and Weiss, they're all recurring characters. They're not regulars anymore. They get dropped, too. It's And for what? Exactly.
2: To, yeah, is to bring in, like, said. all new characters, all new teams, because Jennifer Gardner is pregnant and can't do stunts anymore. So She could do stunts behind a box. <laughs> she can do the same flipping, jumping... Shooting stuff, just she'll be behind a box. They should have
0: made her like director or something. And the thing is, yeah,
1: it
2: gets shitty because ABC made it shitty. Honestly,
1: these were their mandates,
2: basically. Like they wanted it more appealing to general audiences or something, and screwed it over.
1: Don't care. (laughs) That's the The idea of
0: Alias being appealing to general
1: audiences
0: is insane. It was never going to happen. Four
1: seasons in, too,
0: and it was just not the show that that was. The show was not meant to be appealing to regular audiences. And it's not to say that there aren't episodes that are great, because you obviously have, you know, the premiere, especially you were talking about, like, the Super Bowl, is infamous because it's just, you know, Jennifer Garner walking in with basically
1: nothing on. <laughs> it's also and a really great episode.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing episode. But that's why I'm saying. Like, you can use that as your appeal for all the idiots that want to watch it for just that reason. I mean, she's great looking, so we can enjoy it. Oh, enough,
1: yeah. And she's and always then, great race. looking without, like,
0: exactly getting rid but of the
1: integrity of the show.
0: Yeah, and I mean even that episode, you know, you can't really. Hate, it's more just like a little bit absurd. It's a Super Bowl episode, I think too. So yeah, that, it just felt insane. Yeah, that's phase so, one. That's
1: like actually midway through season two.
0: Yeah, so the, those episodes are fine because they're still like trying to pull in people for that reason. But once they, like, if they're not gonna, if they're not here strictly to watch the, you know, her fight scenes and her in hot outfits, that's the only mass appeal you're gonna. Well, I love how they show. changed the, the, show, the opening credits not,
2: to her and her hot that. outfits yeah. in the. S- in and that's fine. Four. I mean, forty-seven like outfits. hot outfits, oh, by the way. God. Forty-seven, still sticking with forty-seven. I love it. <laughs> forty-seven so, forever. So
0: those are types of things. Like I feel like there is a way to do mass appeal by doing that, but. If you're trying to assume that once they get beyond that, they're going to suddenly fall in love with the show, I don't think that those two things are necessarily, you know, mutually beneficial, because the people who are watching it just for that reason are not going to want to listen to the Rimbaldi shit. And then the people who are into the Rimbaldi shit don't really necessarily care about her in, in all the outfits and stuff, although they, they might, they could definitely do both, but it just felt like the show trying to be a mass market appeal is just not, it's antithetical to the entire nature of what it's about. Because like we're saying, it starts off with them jumping in midway to a chip uh, a chip being sold, like, and you know have no information about it. And I mean, this is already a well, terrible episode to begin. But do you, you want to...
1: real quick? Do you want me to read like how the ratings kind of dropped off in the beginning of the season What it's like sure. the quality? Because like the ratings started off amazingly. The premiere had fifteen point seventy six million viewers. Oh
2: my gosh, that amount of viewers is insane. Now. And that was two
1: episodes right there. That was two episodes on one night. Uh the next episode 13.9 million still great, the next 13.2 million still great, but it's already like getting out of order the episodes. Next one 11.68, 10.8, then 9.6, and then it's like in the 9s and the 8, uh the the episode that aired after this actually which was I guess it was a Nadia episode about her orphanage past for some reason, that got like a, a it dropped to 6.76 million.
0: Whoa. The episode
1: after it, though, it came back up for ten point eighty three million. Then it was like again between like the tens and the sevens and everything. This by the time the season ended, it was with ten point oh eight million. But it was like it was uneven, definitely much like the season. And again, they aired it out of order. They then they were like let's make it you know one and done. Even though there was always like some serialized arc that they threw in because that's the hook of the show. It's like, yeah. maybe if the show could have been consistent and the network would have allowed it, we'd have more consistent ratings. Because that's, re- that's just weird, basically, the way that things dropped and, like, went up and down.
0: And this show is so before its time in a lot of ways, too, because this is before Lost, right? I mean, yeah, sure
1: season four Lost. was the first season of Lost. Uh, and I think yeah. the Lost,
2: so, like, led other, into it, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so I feel like this the show... It was a precursor to shows like Breaking Bad, Mad Men Lost, things like that, which are just heavily serialized and don't oh. really give a shit about the things or mandates and that kind of stuff.
1: Another Loss. thing because of the shifting of the schedule, uh, uh Alias' fall replacement, I guess, before like it showed up or was Desperate Housewife and that was a hit.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean I can imagine switching from *Desperate Housewives* to *Alias*.
2: Well, there's this quote from J.J. Abrams out. saying that the previous seasons of season three, he's saying we weren't as true to the characters. They became pawns in a plot-driven story. This year is a year of reinvention which will focus on relationships. Uh,
1: JJ, you left after season two. What are you talking about, JJ? You were on lost. What are you talking about, JJ?
2: What do you have? I mean, I to love JJ Abrams,
1: to a point, but like one of my, my most amusing things about him is that like he'll just leave a show. And it's like JJ, Just I don't know. You can't hours. talk about the drop. It's like you left. You were a part of the drop because you weren't there to be like, fuck you, ABC.
0: I mean, uh, it it sucks because there are still elements of it that are here, so it feels bad to hate it. Like I remember wanting to watch this and like it, Mm -hmm. but just feeling absolutely. I mean, and again, a large part of it for me was obviously the Will Tippin aspect.
1: But I will say, through uh, and through, Jennifer Garner is still great.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's like there are she never bones it in
1: when she definitely could,
0: and it's still entertaining. Like this episode's it's not good, but there are moments that are entertaining. If only just because they're all good actors, that, that always helps but for the most part it's actually just more disappointing than anything else mm-hmm. this feels a lot more like a letdown it's than it's really like bad like the, the badness of it is not on the same level as something else we've never really watched but it's just it's and i wouldn't say it's actually it's not really boring mm-hmm. i mean at times it gets a little bit like you know repetitive and, and you know over the top but mm-hmm. it, it is at least still moving and- along but it just feels very dishonest to the way the show was.
1: So. I want to, like, it's, imagine coming into Alias and it being, like, this one thing, this heavy serialized thing, like, and you're prepared for that, right? And then it becomes this. Like, uh, I don't know if it was this season, but, uh, Jeffrey Bell had joined the writing uh, cast, and he had, like, he was the showrunner of Angel during Angel Season 4, which is, like, the most serialized season of that show. Oh, yeah. So, to be, go from that to this, it would, like, how... How do you even reconcile that really? Because you have you're stuck in such a weird box. Especially you would probably go to Alias thinking, Oh, I can just do serialized stuff again and you have to work with this.
0: And I mean, even if you went away from the serialization part, this show certainly could have lent itself to more standalone mission based kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, procedural things. But it was just too drastic a shift for them mm-hmm. to handle that quickly. Because I think season five does a lot more of that kind of standalone villain stuff. But it it feels a little bit more because they knew it almost like going in. where I feel like season four, they just kind of got that thrust upon them during mm-hmm. the interim. But after season four, they knew how to better approach it for the season five. And season five is no, not by any stretch of the imagination like flawless.
1: Is it good? But it's definitely. Like, I haven't seen the season really. Obviously, is it good for what it is?
0: It is. I mean, it's it it's a lot of it is just wrapping. In fact, I actually enjoy elements of it because they do a lot of the wrapping up of of all uh, the uh, mythology stuff. So it's sort of just like look. It, I almost feel like the writers are like, look, a- a- ABC, this show's in its last season, I know you want us to be mass appealing, but at the end of the day, we have to close up all these huge plots for our show, and they let them do it, kind of, because it's like, as I like a you know, mm-hmm. uh, a send-off. It just feels and, uh, cause weird, like, though, because the... they
2: bring in all these new characters in season five, and it's the last oh, season, and it's like, I'm supposed to care about these new characters when...
0: And it's not, it's not great, but I think the episodes that are more yeah. focused on the older characters and the mythology shine. So it's like there's more good in this, in that season, even though there's, you know, overall more crazy stuff going on than there is in season four, because season four still has all the old characters for the most part, but they're just not doing anything. They're mm-hmm. all just separate, and, like, basically, I mean, I would I would actually wager that, you know, there's it's a possibility that Vaughn, not Vaughn, uh, Michael Vartian, and, say, like, uh i don't know if it's true or not but victor garber could have gone in a whole up, a whole episode not even speaking to each other which is fine but it's just there are certainly like that's part of what the show was is everybody doing grouping meetings and it was a lot of family spy hmm. family stuff and it just does not feel like that anymore which is fine fa- i mean the yeah. show doesn't need to stay the same we don't need it to be the exact but same they're the so time, but they're all so separate
1: in this episode and it's
0: so dramatic a shift like it goes from like being all about Irina and Jack and her sister, and then boom, it's just nothing. Yeah, so about. I mean, family have the based. Vaughn stuff. We have all the Vaughn stuff, and we have them dating, but it, that's about as far as it goes in terms of family. Yeah, stuff, and you start again. Season... Nadia
1: is does nothing in this episode. Yeah, it's crazy. And you start the season it's
2: Sydney and Jack not trusting each other. Like she finds something out at the end of season three, could not even tell you what it was.
0: And I feel like this episode too, they were trying to oh. to, to beat that that um. What were they doing? they were trying to
2: beat. Oh, sorry. The
0: beat out. Well, they're trying to get that father daughter mm. beat out. They're yeah. trying to do, wrap that stuff up. This is like, supposed to be like a really emotional arc closing. Mm. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, because they get dinner. But like they don't even interact until the very last scene. So it's like yeah. it's hard for me to just take it. as Although, like, this, okay, this now sweet we're just okay for what together.
1: it is. But crap, I, it it's going to kill me because I remember the thing. What happened at the end of season three? Like what she read. Uh, they changed it apparently for like once it came to season, beginning four, of season because, four. yeah because season three would have meant that he was actually evil if it had been what they originally wanted i think uh what happened was uh for season four it's like what it said was that he ordered the kill on arena yeah i'm trying to remember i'm gonna look for it right now uh let's talk about uh where were we weiss and vaughn talking about dad's journals
0: (laughs) dad's journals Oh my god, you, uh, you mean Bill Vaughn, obviously mm-hmm. Bill Vaughn. Great guy, great guy, Bill Vaughn. <laughs> um, so, so Bill Vaughn's journals were discovered by, um, I guess by Vaughn or by the entire company, I don't know. But they're, so basically they're having the CIA like, run through it. And of course they give it to his best friend to look through, because that's incredibly uh, you know, professional and not going to be a conflict of interest at all. But So, uh, so Weiss is like, looking through it and they're asking about a Frank Murdoch, who's ex-Special Forces. And his name's come up a couple times. So he's trying to figure out where he, like, plays into these, this, you know, story. Because if there's a Frank Murdoch mentioned, maybe that Frank Murdoch has some, you know, information about what was going on with Bill Vaughn.
1: But then, It's like and, we and said, then, Vaughn, your dad just got his years crossed.
0: Jeez. But, oh my god, if it, if the dad didn't, and he did meet that Russian chick, and they did bang, and Sydney's secretly his daughter, I <laughs> would absolutely love it because surprise incest <laughs> but uh so oh the, God. the next scene uh, next scene it's oh. uh
1: sloan and jack talking about the Korchev thing because uh yeah he was gonna send dixon but jack's like no i'll do it
0: i'll do it i volunteer and city's like, like what's
1: could. going on he's like they just ignore her basically no like soon. Dixon is not
0: in this episode at all either He has like two lines mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah during the french mission like, the second that makes lead no practically sense. in the first season he's like huge but By the way, it so... makes no
1: sense that he was stuck in the van when Vaughn was the one in the restaurant Considering Vaughn, was like Vaughn was not a field agent when the show started because he sucked in the field. Weiss was a he field still agent. Sucks in the Dixon's field. a field agent. He became one only because like Sydney they, had him promoted. Yeah, they needed Dixon him to would be. never
0: let that guy slit his throat either. He would have like shot him in the hand or something. Like, yeah, it would have been a much better. Dixon's wrap so much anyway. better. Yes. So, uh, so then the, the, after he volunteers, Jack goes off to talk to some dude. And my notes were just like, is this dude's voice for real? Like, I could not take... I almost wish I could try and find a clip of it, because it's just... He has the most insane voice I've ever heard for the show, and it... Feels like a cartoon. Like it felt like they kissed somebody. He was like, he's like, ah, oh, like, oh, Jack. You know me. I'm a good guy. <laughs> it's
1: just like, what the
0: fuck? It was like a carnival bar. It didn't there.
1: sound like that. Also, much. it was it was bad.
0: It was really bad. That guy.
1: Okay, we. we I need to talk so much about that guy. <laughs> Rachel, know, he's very like... twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> also, be okay. What was know. Jack offering him? Was it a snuff film? Yeah. I even I. Yeah, didn't didn't he even was a snuff that, film connoisseur. That's what it was. What? Yeah. Is Jack like his favorite actor? No, I don't even know. Cause the guy's like, I uh, I thought this was only like a myth was or whatever. Like, snuff so it was a rare snuff film that Jack was offering him.
0: I bet you it's because Jack makes the snuff film. Why <laughs> yeah, it's rare? I'm not even joking. Like, who else would possibly have that many snuff films? Jack, the literal assassin, Bristow. What the fuck? I didn't even listen to that part. I was so distracted by his voice. He's like, oh, buddy, buddy, you know me. I wouldn't do that. for Yeah, I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> okay, maybe it was that bad. It was. Now awful. that I remember it, the way you're saying it, just it was in my insane. mind. It's now that.
0: Well, I mean, I was. I had to pause it. I was like, is this? Re- is this serious? That's why I thought we actually chose the episode. I thought it was like almost like they were trying to do a comedy bit. But they weren't! It was never played for comedy at all. It was just, like, he was just a regular informant. And I was just like, oh, they happen to cast the one who just doesn't know how to pronounce words. <laughs> I guess it was an accent, maybe? But it was, like, it was more just the way he was enunciating. It was bizarre to me. And Jack was just all super serious, and this guy's just, like, like basically, like, climbing up the wall the way he was acting. It was crazy. And, uh, so he gives him that in order to get information on where to find this Sasha Korjev, or whatever. We'll just call him Sasha from now on. But uh, mm-hmm. he, he's looking for Sasha the whole time and doesn't know where to find him, so this guy might have, a, you know, a lead. But meanwhile, also, speaking of people who don't know how to act in, the, in locations, are, Sydney, Sydney is in a rock club in, where are they at? Is it in Austria?
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's the Austria thing. And I do, I, I must say, I love Marshall's in oh, Marshall's <laughs> no, Briefing. No, they're always yeah. in Prague. <laughs> uh marshall's briefing's like what is it with these guys and nightclubs and i actually love that line because yeah. seriously but also like when she's in the
0: nightclub it's a nightclub slash rock club because they're playing just like it sounds like kind of like a pearl jammy generic
1: like, that awesome could be dance. dvd replacement you never know
0: oh that's very true but it just felt very generic like rock music and she's trying to like hang out and look like i don't know like, she's a professional spy And she's standing there, and she's, like, doing the worst job of, like, shaking back and forth to the rock music awkwardly. But I know she's, like, really bopping. She dances all the time. I was enjoying
1: the bopping, honestly. I'm like, that's adorable.
0: It was so I mean, I get it, but it was also just, like, you're a professional spy. look a little bit more at home.
1: (laughs) She's trying to to look like just a normal girl. You know. You know how it is. (laughs) Yeah, we have that exact
0: Uh, problem. Yeah, exactly. And then, so, of course, (laughs) she sees from across the room, um, uh, jason seagull as sam so this is jason seagull pre i guess it's pre high met your mother or at least around the same time he's got a go to
1: yeah. yeah this is it's, it's just
2: uh, this was like this was his, 2005 this was, right this is like right before right this was before like his first he wasn't in movies I, yet at this point
1: yeah this was like right before because that was also 2005 high met your mother when it premiered so this is like right before he booked that i guess
0: I bet you he might have even booked it based on this because he has a very similar character. It's basically Marshall living in Austria, <laughs> and uh, it was completely. Useless. Marshall's from
1: Rochester with that fucking accent. He,
2: it, well, he had an accent for five seconds. I know when then he said Ro- when he said Rochester or whatever. Rochester. Rochester. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then yeah, it went
0: Rochester, away. <laughs> and then just, just dropped it immediately. <laughs> like a, I was like, thank you for job, that, Jason. Jason Hinkle, you did your job. <laughs> I know.
2: I feel like that was him up. also.
0: Just he was auto, he was correcting the script. Like I'm not, I'm not speaking in an accent this whole time. <laughs> but so it's really, it's kind of bizarre because basically he's in Austria and everyone else there is speaking German, mm-hmm. I think, or at least Austrian, or some some foreign language. If it's not, if it's not German, it's you know it's international. And uh, he's just got, he's American, so he's got just the the thick, kind of vaguely New York East Coast accent. And he's just, like, the, the bar back there. He's cleaning up dishes. And so Sydney's there trying to get, like, basically there's something they need to steal in order to, is it the device itself or is it something for the device? I don't even remember. Honestly, don't well, remember. yeah, she
1: needs his uh, ID so she can get uh, more info on uh, the weapon thing. They don't even know that it's know been, like, weapon weaponized is. yet. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So they're, she's there basically to steal something that Marshall can't do for her. Mm-hmm. And so she's just, oh And then she hears him speaking American So she walks up to him, seeing he's also uh, you know, An employee, she can take his, his uh, Little card, mm-hmm. his signing card So she walks up to him, just like, you know making, making conversation, just like Oh, another, well she tries to speak German to him, and of course he knows that she's American speaking German, because he's american who has spoken german and he says uh good try And then she's just just like oh and she's like sorry oh, you're from the east coast and she, she says she's from buffalo i think mm-hmm. yeah she went to school and she starts kind of doing an that. accent too and so she says that she was like she went to like a certain college and they both like bond over that and it's just kind of like oh and he kind of he he clearly like takes a real liking to her because she's just the only other american they're actually, bar. it's
1: pretty adorable honestly And it's just, a good chemistry yeah. i
0: would say absolutely i agree and it's a little odd to me, though, because I feel like the Jason Siegel vibe that he's going for, he initially has it where it's the goofiness that I think is much more likable in this situation, mm-hmm. but he kind of drops it for, like, a plain read by the middle of it, which is not as good. Mm-hmm. I feel like he should have kept up that goofiness the whole time, but it's not
1: I think, I Given the scenario, like, the situation, then it makes sense that the goofiness was dropped because, you know, he, he was fearing for his life.
0: That's why they should have written it better. Yeah. so he didn't have to drop it until the end. That would have much. It would have been a much more. Because I mean, otherwise, I, like sorry, the only way I could think
1: that would work is if like he didn't know that they were being tailed and like all this stuff was happening. And that just seems very glib.
0: Yeah, that's a little bit much. But either way, I mean, at least he could have. He could have thought it was she was being a little bit too. Because I mean, not to bring him back to Will Tippin, but when Will Tippin <laughs> sip, uh, when Will Tippin, when Will Tippin goes out with her places, he has that similar, just, you know, being goofy, like, isn't this hilarious? We're, like, secret agents thing. And I feel like he could have, it would have probably been too quickly for him to adapt to similar God, I love that season three episode
2: where they... Remnants, exactly. Oh, love that got one.
0: The, we, we're here, we made it, all that stuff. <laughs> oh. Those are important things. <laughs> we're rock stars. That make characters, mm-hmm. yeah, we're rock stars, it's like a couple bottles of champagne, all that kind of stuff, Like it's, it, it's, it's not even that he's mm-hmm. not he can still be goofy but he has to be goofy in a character instead. So maybe maybe if he if he can't be goofy in the in the, you know, person to person conversation mm-hmm. if you make him into his whatever alias he needs to use then he could be goofy again yeah you know what i mean that's where i thought they they missed they missed the opportunity to have him just be a normal guy again but again oh. it was very very short notice so, i mean it's at least a little more understandable
1: i do want to inter- inter- interrupt real quick i don't think i, I have haven't found the original things uh that said it but as for what uh sydney had read in the season three finale then it's like oh no he just killed arena blah 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 I think the, what it would what had said was that he was the one who not like he didn't just run her through Project Christmas, you know, uh, preparing the oh, kids to be like, super yeah. he was the one who created it. And I think that it also said that it was still going on. So Wait, are, she, you, are you telling God me that Project... it didn't
0: actually happen? No, yet? that
1: was what was supposed to have happened. Uh, I thought
0: that did happen.
1: Like she had found out in season three that he had put her through Project Christmas, but okay. she wasn't aware that he was the one who had created it. And that he was possibly still doing it, which was what it was supposed to say going into the season instead of the whole, oh, he killed my mom thing or had her killed. Completely
2: changed it before the season started.
1: Yeah, because they didn't want to make him like irredeemable, basically. Like the the network didn't want to make him irredeemable. I think uh, the show wanted to to do that, though. And again, I'm going to still look for like the original stuff I had found, like going more into detail about it.
0: Yeah, and I would—I mean, I understand their their desire to keep him redeemable, but I still kind of always—I—I I love when they make—I—I'd I, also believe Jack to be the double agent far more than I believe Vaughn. It's almost yeah. like they, just, they skirted that over and gave it to Vaughn to do, and it's just not nearly as—it doesn't make. Cause, I mean, if you ever watch the show, Vaughn is a is a Boy Scout, like literally. That's a Boy Scout, based on the way it was. It wasn't. I forgot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so Boy Scout. You go, that
0: says everything. Boy Scout. Like he is. And then that, of course everyone always would say like that's the person you least suspect or something. But it's like no, it's just it's actually just more like his acting style. Like, I don't suspect him at all. In fact, I I could totally believe him as being like some French spy. But mm-hmm. he has the acting style where it's just like
1: everything you would know about Vaughn prior to it wouldn't like suggest any of the nonsense that happens.
0: And not even just that though. It just felt to me like obviously he uh, he's played French, he's played you know th- different roles. But I feel like. Michael Vartan's strengths are usually to play the same character doing the same... Like, he's a very one-note actor. And that's not to be... That, that's not totally an insult. It just means that he's good at doing one thing. It's not really good to have him just suddenly be another person because his, 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 nat- not his, his acting is so naturalistic, it doesn't seem real that a person would be... Which
1: works, like I think, for Vaughn in some regards, especially when he was her CIA handler, but I think it also it's a big hindrance to the character in the long run oh, yeah. as, as like, if he's going to be a spy on the level of the rest of them, it, it just rings false. Because again, he has, sorry, he has really no talents. The, the character <laughs> has the talents love, besides I'm doing like, a French accent, speak speaking French. Like I think it's season three. He does like a British accent once and it's fine, whatever, but like, the, it's not something <laughs> it's fine, they whatever. do often. And it's like, even, you know, Weiss has more talents than him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and we should say, the reason why we keep bringing it back to, like, isn't it crazy that he you know, have more than one just speaking French, he was, Michael Vartan was born in he, France. Yes, he, he, he's, he's, a, he's a, a, a French method. person. Yes, who <laughs> literally speaks French. He's doing the so, one thing
1: he, he knows how to do just as a human being.
0: <laughs> and and he's he does a really good job of, we're saying Boy Scout, he's French, he's not technically a Boy Scout at all, so he is okay at switching out roles, but when you're not... Either you, he he has to switch out a role as the entire core of a character. I don't think he's as, as adept at say like a Victor Garber who can go back and forth and you never know what's really going on. Whereas I think. He, he plays a lot of what he's thinking on his sleeve, and that doesn't really ring very true in, the, in retroactive thinking because that means everything we saw him do was bullshit. So it was pointless.
1: But now I, I, yeah, TV.com has the trivia for the whole uh, document Sidney read yes. and the Jack thing. So while discussing the files that Sidney recovered, the writers managed to ignore every piece of evidence for the finale of season three. So here's the evidence. Yeah, it's much. It's even worse than the whole uh, Project Christmas thing. You have Lauren shouting, we're all pawns in the same oh, game. Yeah. The only difference is I know who controls me. It's in 1975, whereas the events that Sydney describes would have happened sometime past season two, obviously. Sydney's name is on the cover right next to subject. They seem to have been heading into the direction that Jack was the one in charge of the Covenant, you know, Sark and Lauren's bosses, and was using them as part of some sinister project involving Sydney. But wrote themselves into a corner and changed it. So yeah, he would have been pretty evil then. <laughs> uh, presumably. If he was in I'd charge to totally of yeah, Lauren and- Yeah, I would have yeah, and it would have been Honestly, it would've been fascinating to see what they could have done.
0: Cuz I mean, it sounds insane, but it's it's It would have been way insane. more it's interesting
1: still... than what they went with. And it would have, you know, yeah. connected the season still cuz season 4 is like really not connected to any of the past seasons at all.
0: No, it's not. And oh my god. Well, mm. But so, I don't know. I I feel like I actually I like a, them, I like a I lot
1: about sorry. I, I like a lot about season 3 and then the stuff I liked though, ABC was like this is getting no, too fine. intense. This is getting too mm-hmm. dense. Just stop it. Yeah, I feel much. like a
2: lot of people don't actually like season three. I love season three. Like, I really enjoyed where they went with it. I thought,
1: like her her alias when she's missing for all those years. I love that. Yeah, stuff. Just, that
2: was the they new- cut it all off Man. because ABC hated it yeah. and they. Wanted, I loved it. They revealed it sooner than they meant mm-hmm. to. <laughs> she's killing people. And like they just they back
0: tipping. Oh, calm I down. down.
1: <laughs> they backtrack on that, of course, because of the mandates. I'm like, no, this is. Bullshit. Fascinating. Wait, are you saying they backtracked on her no, The back Oh fucked. my god. They back they backtrack on her killing people when she like those years
2: she was missing. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, that I was like they absolutely That storyline was supposed to be drawn <laughs> out
2: a lot more and then they were like, "Nah, let's let's reveal it sooner." I was like, "Okay." Which
0: just boring cuz that was a huge That was that one component. of my favorite parts. It would have been a it. lot more I, I really I loved more it, yeah. a reveal. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> god damn it, I you see networks.
2: <sighs>
1: <laughs> come we to netflix networks. you alias.
2: suck fuck you, you. <laughs>
1: netflix is renewing alias for a, a redone third season
2: <laughs> oh, thanks god, netflix <sighs> you to Beth.
0: god oh my god anyway so let's let, let's try and get back to it so we, we, <laughs> we can we're mostly, yeah but we're so, at the point where they meet which is kind of the major plot of the whole it's episode. really a
1: meet cute it's a shame she has to be like i have a boyfriend because she does have a boyfriend sadly it's vaughn
0: she's dating vaughn at this point yes right. they're dating they're always on and off. Who even fucking knows with them? So uh, he's he's basically just um, an American in Germany too. They both are they're bonding over that, and then uh, she decides to well he he's he's up in her business, kind of just like hey um so I'm kind of into you he, I've been he, here for six months. I don't he compliments know those
1: that smile and those dimples. It's
0: like oh, it, it was sweet, and he's like hey guys, gotta try. It was, I mean it was a little bit. I mean, it was a little forward, but I think it was very sweet. He did a very nice job. I think it's, like, job. honestly
1: the most forward he's ever been, too. Yeah, so.
0: and I don't, even, I don't remember him ever even saying, as other characters, he seems that he's more forward than he's been in. <laughs> it's a very odd Jason Segel role, because usually he's a lot more mumbly. Mm-hmm. Especially not, at yeah.
1: this point. He had been Nick yeah. Andopoulos, and we all know how that right.
0: Jesus Christ. it's like, tripping over himself to get a girlfriend. <laughs> but, uh, so, anyway, so he says this to her. But in the meantime, uh, Sid's starts pulling out one of those, you know, nifty gadgets she got from uh, Marshall, which is the yeah. cigarettes that are actually a magnet strip. So she's already stolen his ID at this point. Yeah, that's the, like, it to like give it, it full copy.
1: access. Actually, I don't think no. it's a skeleton key. Yeah, it's not even like a uh, copy. Like she takes his his badge and like gives her full access.
0: No, I want to know why she needs that. Why can't he just use any random key to do that? Is it
1: specifically... I think... I
0: guess it's because was on th- that one.
1: Uh, no, I think it's just he was the easiest mark yeah, an easy she target. could target. Well, find, cause I just mean, like... He's American, yeah. any,
0: I was wondering why she couldn't just bring any random magnetic strip key. I think it, it had to be, be
1: specifically way. one for, like, that The building. club. Yeah.
0: And so she grabs him because he's an easy mark, what we said. Yeah. And she's got his thing. But then he, that's when he comes up and hits on her one more time. She tells him she's got a boyfriend. Sorry. And, of course, he comes up, like, Jason Siegel, if you, I mean, again, how about your mother, Marshall, if you've never, you know, who we're talking about, but I can't imagine. <laughs> he comes up and he offers her a light at first because she's got these cigarettes. She's like, oh, no. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Sidney's hand noted drugs. Like, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. But then, so, of course, he doesn't realize she's copied his key at this point. She asks where the bathroom is and then it just, like, runs out and just uses that key to get into wherever she needs to go. And whatever she's looking for isn't mm-hmm. there yet. But she I, finds, like, a, yeah. a manifest that's there that has mm-hmm. secretly written on it that it's already, and, you know, weaponized. And
1: she's communicating with, like, Marshall. And I, this is where I was at the point I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And, I, like, it's too complex when it doesn't need to be. And I don't usually feel dumb watching Alias. But I just and feel I like, wanna, this is nonsense, this is a, right?
0: And this is such a petty thing to comment on because I don't know if it's true. and It might just be me thinking, like, this episode's boring and here's something I can notice. But that that uh, hallway they use downstairs that she runs into the the room, I feel like they've used that for like eighty other scenes. Oh the yeah, show. and they,
1: like the staircase <laughs> they use like there's they, there's one staircase they use all the time.
0: Cause I'm like ninety percent sure that's where Will stabs Francie.
1: Oh yeah, Franzie. definitely. So it was like
0: almost shot for shot the <laughs> yeah, same scene. I was pretty... like, well, and I actually started thinking, I'm like, do they go back there? I'm like, no, nah, they don't. They're <laughs> in they're in Paris at that point. But I was like, I don't know. It's yeah, weird. I'm pretty sure there's it like a Gina like
2: Torres a... scene too. Where that looks very that same, similar. This is
0: like a long, concrete floored, white walled hallway. Yeah, there's like and one
1: hallway, one staircase, and one like parking garage they use. You can tell they use all the time. It's like, come on, guys. And
0: I can't. I mean, I can't hate on them for that. It's, just, it's funny. It's just I was like, looks the same. It kind of gets like the, the
1: supernatural motel rooms where it's like yeah. all, clearly the same room all the time. They just dress different, up. Different, different
0: angles. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so he says, they find out it's weaponized because somebody tries to intervene, Mm -hmm. but she, of course, Mm -hmm. beats the shit out of them. Operation Hawkeye. Yeah, oh God. She reads, she reads the, there's like some, I don't know, it's not a Barabond or anything, name, but it's some kind of a paper that's like encrypted, which just means that it's watermarked, the information, Mm -hmm. which is pointless because who
1: couldn't find a watermark? Oh, he needs like a fucking flashlight. And and here's where the (laughs) thing about like just giving his key card unlimited access fucks up because- it still like calls it a breach for him being there, even though now he has unlimited access.
0: Yeah, so they—it's immediately they know that someone's entered this, like, and, you know, private place.
1: And it's Jason Siegel, according to their information, because it's his card.
0: His card, and then she's of course nervous. I mean, that's the difference between like him and Jack. Because J- if Jack were the one doing this, you wouldn't even see like him flashing, thinking about him. <laughs> it would have just been like that random dude's now dead. <laughs> like so I fair. can still
1: be—I can still be working here if I need to because that guy's dead.
0: Pretty much. And so they, um, that she immediately, like, her new mission is to get him out of there as mm-hmm. well. So she goes upstairs and tries to lure him out. Oh, though, we, gotta, we find out before that, too, that the, that the, um, the weapon that they're looking for is at the a long pre shipping yard, so she's got to move. They've got to get mm-hmm. out of there. Which I, immediately, I was just like, the long pre? And I was just thinking Veronica Mars <laughs> shit. That's really weird. And I was like, oh my god, rip. Amelia <laughs> the, the long pre. Pre.
2: I, I her remember how many dead times body. we heard Clarence
0: Weidman say "de And Then she and ended just, up in I an ice chest
2: at a hotel yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Okay, anyway, yeah, because, uh, the way
1: Clarence Weedman said her name was always. Thumbs always, up. and he
0: would say it like once an episode for a while, and it was like in every pre- like previously on, and it was just. DeLong <laughs> uh, so, so they go to the they go to the they're going to the shipping yard, but she's got to get him out of there, and of course he's working still, so she he doesn't really want to. And he's like, I thought you had a
1: boyfriend.
0: Classic Sid is just like, I don't have time for this. Starts kissing him, like you don't want to pass this up. And he's like, you know what? If I'm you don't leave with, with
1: me right now, you will. You, re- you will for. You'll never forgive re- yourself. Re- you'll never yeah, forgive you'll
0: regret yourself. it. Like, Jesus, I mean, obviously we know what she's trying to say, but it seems like, it's, so it's like
2: it's true. It's like I'm that good, guy. I'm that good. If Jennifer Garner came up to you, it's like,
1: Le- leave this bar with me. It's like, and okay. It's you and says, leave with me. But, like,
0: it's also really actually quite sweet, because there's a point where they're outside afterwards, because they go running, and she detains him for- they're trying to detain him, she gets him off on her side. And he's like, well, there's- if we go a street over, there's a wine bar. I'm like, oh, honey, I don't think he, she cares about wine at this point, based on the way she's so, talking to you. He's so sweet in these scenes, it's like, ah. Poor guy. I mean, I mean, like, obviously he's not really going to go to the wine bar, but I'm like, the way she came up to him, you should be like, my apartment's this block. You know what I mean? Like, was it was that the kind of thing where, like, let's go to a wine bar like and a, talk about our
1: feelings. A few moments later, he's like, we could just go to my place and talk. And I honestly believe that he would just want to go and talk. He's well, that they, sweet. They're
0: both, from, they're both from, like, Rochester area. They're going to reminisce about how cold it is and stuff. <laughs> but so, uh, that's, I mean, I'm not even joking. He says, temperatures to go below 30. I'm like, so your time it doesn't get below 30 in Austria? Okay, <laughs> but fine. He's only been but, there um, six
1: months, okay? <laughs> uh, this but is yeah. The winter. This is when she's, but, like, yeah. communicating with Nadia for, like, Nadia's one out of two scenes. And he's like, who are you talking to? like, I'm sorry, I'm on the phone with my sister. And he just, like, goes on a tangent about small phones. <laughs> yes. I forgot
0: about that. So she, obviously, yeah, they told me it was the smallest. He was jobbing so, me. So they... Alias is obviously the kind of show where they have the high, well, time would you high say tech. would you say
1: it's a show about a spy? <laughs> a
0: show about a spy? Um, <laughs> yes, it is. But it's also, I mean, it's funny because now, even more modern times, I guess something like Leverage is outdated. It because they have little like you know earbuds, but on this show they had like a little mini. I guess they kind of had earbuds. I guess TV yeah,
1: she was, was like, talking in her earbud because he's like, "Where's the phone?" <laughs>
0: But it was like a longer. I think it was. I don't know, even know what. Either way, it was just like an earpiece, basically. And he was just like, "It's not even a phone." But I guess this is before Bluetooth, because but nowadays you just be like, "I'm on my Bluetooth or something," and they're like, "Oh." It was okay. when it was
1: rare, and people would think you're especially crazy for wearing a right. Bluetooth and talking to yourself.
0: Right. But so she's talking to her sister, and he starts rambling on about phones. It was, <laughs> was quite adorable. And then, I mean, he's still not even full goof. This is still just kind of like Jason Siegel being. Amiable. He's not because if you've seen anything with Jason Segel, he can be completely insane if he wants to be. He'll just go off on a tangent. So he's just being kind of like, "Oh, that's interesting." Well, then when I got on my phone, they they told me it was the smallest one. I don't know, and it was like that kind of a that kind of a tangent. So it's it's sweet, but it's just. Sidney, meanwhile, <laughs> is getting barked orders about, like, if you don't go, everyone's going to die. He, she's just like, I'm on the phone with my sister. And so he just thinks, okay, she's just on the phone with her sister. Well, meanwhile she, she She's not up. lying. She's not. That's what's so funny is she's genuinely on the phone with her sister. Um, and then, of course, at this point, I think it becomes clear to him that she's kind of, you know, leading him on someplace. And then she tells him, like, you can't go back to your place. Or the to
1: club, because you'll there. die. <laughs>
0: You'll die, essentially. I'm like, whoa, Sydney, Wait to, like, not even wait till you're out in, like, out of the public view. She just immediately lays it on him. And he's like, what do you mean? Excuse me? And then and he kind of gets freaked out and looks like he's gonna leave. Because he's just like, look, you're you're pretty, but Jesus. <laughs> this is Hot, crazy. Hot crazy scale. Yeah, and so she's just kind of like, oh, um... Basically, I just burned you because I needed your your key card. I'm like, you couldn't have picked the key card from someone who's not like the nice guy. It's not (laughs) not like she couldn't speak
1: another language to talk to a different (laughs) waiter. I know. know. It
0: was kind of her fault. And so, so she, and then, like, genuinely the nice guy too. Not even like nice guy, but so he. He's now kind of, like, like, shit out of luck, so she's just, you're gonna have to tag along with me until I get, you get, you get you, um, like, to a safe house, essentially. And he's like, and how do I know
1: you're not the bad guy? she's like, if I was one of the bad guys, you'd already be dead. It's like, yeah, you would.
0: Already be dead. He's just like, and and he badass honestly,
1: bitch. You know
0: he's at least a decent character, because he believes her. Because, like, some people would probably be like, okay, Sid. But it's, he's like, okay. Okay, <laughs> little lady. lady. And he hasn't seen her actually, like, punch anybody or anything. He just trusts her based on, I mean... She doesn't look like a liar, I guess. Maybe that's where he's coming from, even though she's a professional liar. Um, so he he goes to, along with her, and then, of course, as that's happening, we get the much wanted uh, follow up scene about I, Bill Vaughn. And I Bill literally Kid
1: Vaughn. wrote in my notes San Diego, Vaughn's boring storyline.
0: Like, I, I mean, I understand. I don't want to keep going back to this too much, but I have one little thing to say because I just. We were saying it doesn't make sense because they immediately throw this out, the, out of the window. We mean that just in, in the sense of just, like, you know, why did they even bother? But it's also, like, why is this Vaughn trying to research what happened to his father, Bill Vaughn, when he, that's not really even his father? This is happening outside of the CIA. He's not on duty. He goes off on his free time, and we see it. Like, why is this happening? Why wouldn't he just tell people he talked to this guy and then never actually go talk to him? Because he's not really... Michael Vaughn. Yeah,
2: I think. Inter-
1: well, why don't? Why doesn't he just not bring it up to anyone in the first place? I don't fucking know. He's the I one don't, bringing it make license sense. into this nonsense.
0: It it really makes no sense. Like it's kind of infuriating. But so, anyways, he's off with this 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 guy is paralyzed now, mm-hmm. and, in a wheelchair. And so he's talking to him about you know Bill Vaughn. And he says, oh he. Well, at first he says I'm looking for Frank Murdoch, and he's like I don't know him.
2: And My name's oh, Joe.
0: Look- <laughs> It's joe i'm looking for uh i'm talking here about uh bill vaughn and I'm, I'm his son or whatever and then of course he's leaving and the guy's like you're really bill Vaughn's kid and he's like yes yes I am. I am i'm not lying, lying.
1: i'm no. not a fake french man <laughs>
0: lying to a random dude in a wheelchair and so he's just like oh okay um don't don't turn your back on him because
1: he shot me in the back yeah of he killed like, all the people in the picture it's like oh okay
0: I don't understand that either, so I guess we're trying to understand that... So Bill Vaughn is a bad guy, but then later on we find out that's fake. I don't even understand.
1: Is Bill Vaughn a bad guy?
0: He must be, but he didn't actually do the thing with Arena and live beyond his journal, so... I don't get it! (laughs) This is what I'm saying. I maybe. I mean, I'm probably sounding like assholes. Maybe there's some obvious...
1: There's not. We're we're the
0: the ones who are right. I don't know. We're always right. (laughs) <laughs> but why would why would they make him not secretly an asshole, but then have this this first hand guy who got shot in the fucking back by Bill Vaughn be a person who's lying, or is he just and he's like true? And then Bill Vaughn was a bad guy who did still die. Are we supposed to
1: believe died? like Elena made this guy say it? Cause I don't believe that either.
0: Oh no, he's no, already never paralyzed.
1: And we never hear
0: about it. We never hear any kind of follow up. Like, yeah, remember that guy Alina had lie from her or whatever. None of that comes into play. So it's literally this is absolutely pointless. Oh my god. What a stupid oh, plot. It's so dumb, and it's even more dumb because you're watching him like walk into this guy's office and like talk to him, and this entire part is just immediately created created completely like irrelevant by the end of the season. So it's like, why are we? Why even are we wasting, wasting
2: our time? time?
0: This is a could boring have, like, plot. Cute, like, we could have, cute, like, uh, what do you call it? What are, Dixon, like, what are Dixon's Siegel?
2: kids up
1: to? I want to see Dixon as kids. Yeah, right. we could have gotten or, like, more Jason time Siegel with
2: at two. least Corey Stoll with an accent. I would have been cool with that. Oh
1: I'm, I'm so excited to get to Corey Stoll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so excited to get to that.
0: So, well, so, so that happened. The, the Frank Murdoch should happens. So he just tells him not to turn your back on him because he'll shoot you in the back, too. And that's kind of, that wraps up the plot. They don't even really go back to it. It's just like, all right. Yeah, because Vaughn, like, tells Wesley, like, nope,
1: <laughs> nope, I didn't meet the guy. Or, like, the guy didn't have any info. And he's like, no, I won't go see the movie with you, Nadia. Then he, like, pushes her over.
0: <laughs> and fucking Vaughn.
1: Oh, you trashed. I wonder anyway. what movie they would have seen, actually, like, given the, the time frame. I'm going to look this up? up. Let's it's, figure this out. Okay, March, okay, the episode aired March 16th, 2005.
0: March 16th. A movie. That would be on a
1: Sunday. Movie would have come out on 14th then. Oh my God, the Pacifier. <sighs> um, I I, I, would, I hope like not, I just hates like loves really shitty movies. The
0: Upside of Anger. <laughs> Ice
1: Princess. Oh my God.
0: Uh everything else. Yeah, was a little bit later, but
1: yeah, that week then. Let's see.
0: Maybe. Robots. February, February, late February. Hostage. Let's see. Hirst. Be Cool. Diary of a like, Mad, Black, of a Mad Woman. Black
1: Woman. They probably would have seen Be Cool, honestly. Son of the Mask. But they would have been very disappointed in that sequel.
0: Son of the Mask. Can we agree they would see Be Cool? Constantine or Constantine. Ooh, yeah, if, that, if that was still in the theater, though. Hitch. They might have seen Hitch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hitch seems a lot more likely. I know it's probably in, in theaters for a month.
1: Mm-hmm. They,
0: they, they either saw know, Hitch or Be Cool, I think. Or The Wedding Date. The Wedding Date. Jesus.
1: I want to know, <laughs> but it's probably... No, if they, were, if they were seeing the wedding date, then Weiss would have, like, begged Vaughn to go. <laughs> Weiss, it'll change your life. Okay, um,
0: so, uh, or Vaughn, it'll change your life. Anyway, so, uh, so they go off and see a movie, but that's later on, but it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. That, that whole plot is now completely pointless. That's how That's pointless why we just
1: figured out what movie would have been out. That's why how much it does exactly. not matter.
0: So, um, we find out later on, though, that, or after the original, you know, uh, Sam getting burned and then going on the run, they find out that the well, we find out, the audience find out that the hideout guy who's in charge of their safe house is in Korjev's pocket. In Sasha's pocket. So mm-hmm. they're like, Whoops, like we, we know that they're gonna go meet like, up with him. Fuck that guy. Yeah, what was that about? He's like, Just let me just make sure that Sasha knows my name and it's like okay. And so, uh, they decide to Go get to. They're going to this guy to get to the safe house, and we now know that he's mm-hmm. going to basically fuck them over when they get there or mm-hmm. when they meet up. Yeah,
1: get to the safe house and, like, help give Jinx like, a new identity and everything. Right, because
0: he's now, you know, he needs to be either, if not witness protection, at least, like, safe from the whole country trying to murder him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, meanwhile, Jack is in an Angola, which is why all I kept thinking is just, like, you couldn't have put him in a sweater, but I know it's hot, but still. Uh, so, it would have been <laughs> God great. damn it, <laughs> It would have been great. So, he goes. You're a mess. He goes up. Starts asking for Sasha, immediately gets like punched out, puts a bag, they put a bag over his head, throw him in an SUV, and then bring him up river. Um, that's it.
1: <laughs> that's because Jack's, Africans,
0: Africans, and also that's just Jack's basic storyline. Is Jack just mumbling around at people and getting into fights every episode? <laughs> but so um, he's gone. Then we, we talk more to Jason Siegel who's who is explaining why he came there, which was to pump fun. This is the worst line I've ever heard. Too. Pump some
1: thunder into pump his veins. Pump thunder into
0: his veins.
1: That's what they say in that Rochester. Sense. Can we, like, do, That's what they say in Rochester. Is that what they say? But can we
0: deconstruct what that even means? Like pump thunder into your veins? That seems like he mixing said that too a many metaphors, not he? Yeah, it's like his like going. Yeah. It's like his saying is to pump thunder in my veins.
2: <laughs> and I don't what story, bro.
0: I don't understand what that even means to pump. I guess it's to make you like hype or something. But it doesn't really make like you pumping thunder in your veins. I don't know. I mean, this doesn't make sounds sense.
1: Like, he, he was actually talking about steroids. I know. That's what I
0: was thinking. I was like, <laughs> it sounds like a fucking drug metaphor. But so he explains those Austrian steroids.
1: Here. Get them from Arnold.
0: Oh yeah, R. <laughs> um, so he came here to be a writer in, into Austria. He thought he was going to be a writer and he thought he was going to like do it, find himself, pump, thunder, pump thunder, your veins. thunder in your veins, whatnot. But instead, he's only just drank a lot of beer. So this, again, it's hard to sympathize at first. I mean, he's a likable person. Jason Segel is, but it's hard to sympathize with his character because like. What an unlikable dude! He's just like, yeah, I'm just here doing nothing. I mean, I guess you could say like you it's it's relatable if you're you know feeling I, lazy or something. The, but what he
1: didn't they like, say he's like uh in grad school or something? I don't did he? Like yeah, I think these said that okay. like he's doing yeah. I don't
0: know that he felt like very quick to leave and he just felt like he was not really doing anything here. I don't know. I felt like he was just there like he was on some kind of a like a uh, I guess he couldn't be paying for it all himself, but he is working. Mm-hmm. I don't know who fucking knows.
1: So he he just either was in grad school, like, or he just is graduated. in grad school, or he wasn't, like, decided to take a break I think he is. To, I think he's taking a
0: break to find himself, which is why it was kind of hard mm. to take him seriously. But even if he is in grad school, he doesn't really explain what he's doing there. He's just mm. kind of a writer who wants to write vaguely and then pump thunder in his veins. Which, again, if you're a writer who wants to write and having struggling to do that, pumping thunder in your veins, drug metaphors, it's a risky road <laughs> to, to walk because it just comes
1: across as so much more, like, dark than it really probably is. But so and he's complaining about like the possibility of witness protection. I'm like, just ask Will Tippin. Will Tippin is like he seems to be doing well.
0: Sex like number one fan, and well, maybe not at first, but eventually, and um, or just ask the people over at uh, what do you fucking call it? Uh, in Plain Sight Like geez. They all
1: suck at witness Protection That was the point of the I show I know
0: But so uh, So he He's not thrilled about it Because it means he won't See his mom anymore But I'm like You know I watched In Plain Sight too uh, Sam and They were always seeing people And that's why they all sucked that, at it that, Or they could just arrange For all of them to go at once mm-hmm. if it, was, if it was a really Really dire situation
1: yeah. But so uh cuz if if he's not safe his family's not safe either. Exactly. And so
0: his his mom will not be seeing him and he's like I don't know how to handle it. She won't be able to take this.
1: And Pumped some thunder into her veins. <laughs> oh god. Oh, fuck. God.
0: So she she basically um she just kind of nods the whole time. <laughs> she's just being polite. She's <laughs> like, what am I going to do about yeah. this? And she's just like, sorry I ruined your life, guy. Because she just does. She did. But hey, my
1: friend's here. And then
0: the the, the the safe house guy pulls up. We know it's about to be a double cross. And mm. Sid also has good instincts. She
1: figures it out because he's shifty as fuck. Like on the
0: phone, she's like, whatever. But she. we find out she didn't know him. That's why she was kind of annoyed. Because more than that, it's just because she's being betrayed. Because she didn't know him. She was. He was a contact of hers. So, mm-hmm. so she he gives her a kiss and they're just like, oh okay. And they're walking for the car and then she just beats the shit out of them both because she could tell that something's up. And she like fucking wrecks him with like the car, car <laughs> door. It's, it's amazing. Great. And and of course Sam is there like, what the fuck did I just want... Because up until this point, it's been weird. It's been a lot of like you're gonna get murdered stuff. But she he's not seen her in action. So to see her like beat the shit out of two, two men in the middle of the night is probably terrifying. And I mean, I'd be terrified regardless of if you've known her or not. So he was just kind of like,
1: okay, I'm going to go. And then she's like, He's no, like, I'm not going anywhere with you. You just like murdered two that dudes, guy. basically. was like, she's obviously the safest person to be with. Look what she did to that <laughs> guy. And then,
0: uh, so she, so she basically says, look, you got to come with me. Otherwise you will get murdered. And I know my, my contacts aren't really as good now. It's kind of like I had to babysit you myself because otherwise you'll be a sitting duck. And he's just like, okay. So she asks if there's another way to get to the Long pre-shipping yard. Um, and he I'm suggests hungry. the Metro because he's even, he's only been there for six months and knows all about secret back roads to downtown <laughs> Austria shipyards. He's not a damn spy, Sydney. Yeah. So, so he says, like, let's go to the Metro, which I felt like we could isolate that and use that for Metro ads. Like, the way he says it is just like, let's go to the Metro. And they both... He also warns her, I don't have any skills in the in physical, the physical sense. sense. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And then she's like, I got you, don't worry. <laughs> you watched her just beat the shit out of two grown men. What do you even care that you're not gonna be able to... You can, not what, throw a punch, I guess, is what you're trying to say? And it's like, neither can Vaughn. Oh, Vaughn. Bon. You useless sack of potatoes. Um, So... <laughs> So they're just like, uh, okay, we're going to go off and you know, stop the weapon, because he kind of now is getting a little more information, because she's been kind of vague about even who she works for, but now she's kind of telling him, like, look, there's a weapon that's going to kill a lot of people, the reason why I'm here is this, I'm sorry that you're in this situation now, but I have to do this, so either you need to deal with dying on your own, or you're coming with me, and he just agrees to, to help, and then they go off to get that but also in the meantime, Jack and Sasha are BFFs, <laughs> secretly. Like,
1: genuinely, like, Sasha... I feel like you just like buried papa. the lead that Sasha was Corey Stoll. I mean, we already said it, but, like, yeah. to remind people, Sasha is Corey Stoll doing... With an accent. ...an accent. <laughs> and oh, it's I an was accent. just... I'm like, holy... I, I forgot it was Corey Stoll. I'm like, oh, fuck, the strain is picking on me now because, of course, me, me and Maestro and both Corey Stoll are the stars of the strain. It's like... No, you brought that shitty show here. Oh
0: god, yes. Yeah, I mean I love Corey
1: still but and I'm just happy he was not wearing a wig at least.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh like... yeah. <laughs> oh god.
0: Better yeah. without so the he... wig. It's always better without the wig. Or at least give
2: him like I don't understand how that show doesn't like at least
1: give him his Ernest Hemingway wig then It's like,
0: he doesn't even I mean I guess he has a vaguely international look but it felt like such a weird accent to have. I don't know. I just could tell he was from, like, New York or wherever. It just felt very put on, I guess, I should say. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But so he shows up. It wasn't
1: as bad as the shifty guy from earlier, yeah, though. Yeah, that was
0: insane. That was next level. But so um, he shows up. But at first, Jack is just kind of, you know, kicked into his into his view. Like, like look who we found knocking up at the door.
1: And so this whole thing is that uh, he and Jack worked together before, like, CIA. When he says CIA... Is it actual CIA or is it SD6? I would SD assume six. it was SD6. It
0: must have been, because...
1: Which kind of sucks. I, this, this I assume, assume it was CIA know. because, just because he says that they grew separate because of, like, the way he was changing, basically, to be evil. That's what makes me think CIA. But it could have just been SD6 because, you know, it was destroyed.
0: So does this guy think he's worked for the CIA and been, like, bragging to people about it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, regardless SD6. whether he did or he didn't, he thinks he did.
0: Oh my god, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And so...
1: It gets even more fucked up when you realize he looks at Jack like a father. Yeah,
0: and he looks at Jack like... Like, I mean, not even, like... We're, we're not even just exaggerating, like, he thinks Jack's great. Like, I was like, Jack and Sasha PFFs. This dude, like, legitimately is obsessed with Jack. Like, Jack changed his life. Jack taught him how to be mm. a criminal, basically.
1: Everything Sasha's done is to impress his dad, basically, Jack. is what he says. Which
0: makes sense, because that's how... I mean, I anyone who would Jack as a father must be like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Every all the men on the, all the men and women on the show that meet Jack are trying to impress him. Bye, Daddy. And, and
1: poor Vaughn never will.
0: <laughs> Fucking yeah, right, Vaughn. The only, the only time Vaughn ever like tr- slightly impresses uh, Jack is when he almost dies. Um,
1: I will like honestly. He, Jack sees Will more as a son. Yes, he sees I mean I
0: was about to bring it up. Like I think Will is the is the closest Jack ever got to someone that he he. I mean I don't want to get weird about like Sydney and Will and all that stuff, but I feel like. Jack looked at Will as the best version of all of them. And I think a lot yes. of them all did that with Will because Will was the best version of most of them. I, I think Sydney was close to that too but she got her hands real dirty by the start of the season and then she was recruited wrongly for the different agency and stuff. If Sydney had gone mm-hmm. straight to the CIA the whole time that's who it's the Will Tippin in them all. Which even Will mm-hmm. Tippin got kind of tricked at first with the, the whole SC6 shit but like in the long run he's a character who pretty early on just becomes a really good person so i think jack and jack and the men on the show they're always this kind of like you know they're they, they, he has a very masculine fatherly energy and i think <laughs> will Tippin, because he gets trained by what like will basically gets trained on what to do by jack because he's trying to become part of because he can't get a job at this point because of course he's discredited himself as a drug mm-hmm. addict because he didn't want yeah he loves
1: those drugs you know he
0: um, and so he he goes into rehab and then all that stuff. Was all, it was just shown that SD6 was fake, and so Jack then gets him a job and like tries to help him how to do stuff. And they meet on their own. They start talking about stuff. They're running down cases together. And, like, Jack never does that with any of the other characters. Even, like, Dixon, who I think Jack definitely respects. And he never really treats Dixon the same way. Dixon's just,
1: Because like, Dixon's old.
0: Dixon's kind of more <laughs> of a peer, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and even, like, someone like Marshall, who, like, he begrudgingly treats, like, you know, very well and, and protects and stuff. I don't think he has the same level. I think he thinks that if, if will Tippin hadn't had to gone into Woodsack, which uh, to be honest, the only reason he went to Woodsack is because Bradley Cooper's career exploded mm-hmm. but uh if he had been like a main like a high level spy, he would have trained him to become one of the best operatives, like the way he tries to train Sydney or the way Sydney innately is because it's you know his mm-hmm. family
2: Let's just do an alias show with will Tippin. exactly Let's just do that <laughs> so now that he's famous and all. part of it is too is that like
1: Vaughn never really. Res- Gave Jack the respect he deserved. Oh, absolutely! And oh, like, yeah! Well, he's like I'm not going to respect you either, kid. I mean, I mean, like you could claim,
0: like try. You could say, that obviously, we knew now that he might have secretly been double crossing based on that, you know, spoiler. But I mean. Even when he first meets him and then he finds out all this information about his backstory and stuff, Vaughn is always just very suspect of, of Jack.
1: Because he, he tries people. to, like, fight in his battles for her, basically. And, and like, I hate no. that.
0: I, that's the thing I like about Will. I mean, not to keep bringing it, Will will be drunk by the end of this. But, like, she, <laughs> she... Will always let Sydney be Sydney. Like, he always never tried to tell her what to do. And that's one of the big... And even when he goes to meet her later on in Season 3 and Season 5... And, he, and she's always like, I'm so sorry to keep dragging you back into this this terrible life. And she's like, he's like, always like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm alive because of you, you dummy. I don't care at all. <laughs> and the only thing he's ever concerned about is whether or not it's really Sydney, because everyone's always fucking wearing a Sydney mask. And that's the one scariness is that he's not sure if it's really her, because, of course, he, he slept with Francie who wasn't really Francie for years. It was horrible for a while at least but uh, so anyway so i feel like that's important because i feel like the scenes with sasha and jack feel very much it almost does feel like jack did love him as a son in some ways when you first see them interacting because mm-hmm. you don't really know you know based all we know based on his conversation with sloan is that jack mm-hmm. knows of sasha he mm-hmm. has a contact he can get him right in touch mm-hmm. with them so so sloan's like what in fact there's a point where where Jack says, why bother bringing it to anybody else in the, in the first place? You knew I knew this guy. Why not just tell me? Yeah,
1: he says he should have, like, killed him a long time ago, basically. Right. Or he implies it, at least.
0: And so we find out... Well, we find out. We find out that Jack is claiming to be going into the private sector, taking on new business. Sasha's like, oh, I'd love to have you I'd be honored. So he brings him in. Sasha's like... Uh, pretty wife. Hey, his wife's
1: a babe. I was
0: like, hot wife alert. Oh, yeah. And she's like the perfect host. She's all polite. And, and that's why, I, even then, I'm like, are we misreading this? Is he actually a decent person? Cause,
1: I was really worried, because like his wife's like, really sweet.
0: I don't know what's happening there. Is she also bad?
1: I don't think so. I feel was he just, kind like kind of
0: retired, right? Or is he not, though, because he's doing this stuff?
1: He's clearly not, but... I, I, I guess he's re- retired from maybe from the main stuff he was doing before. And now he's just
0: kind of yeah, like like giving directions yeah. from his yacht. Yeah,
1: now he's living just like living in Africa with his African wife. Like okay, she was
0: so hot though. Like, she was such a nice like pretty lady too. It wasn't like she was just mm-hmm. being. She wasn't just like a, a model. She seemed like a Yeah, really it wasn't good just like
1: person. some bombshell. That's why I was yeah. kind
0: of confused, too, because she did seem like a good person and she was just very nice and hospitable and stuff. So I was like, oh, I'm like, she's about to have her life fucked over, too, if she doesn't know what's happening. But, uh, mm-hmm. so you.
2: Just don't interact with the Bristos I know, ever. Right.
0: But she invites him in, and she's like, I'll make you guys dinner or something like that. They're just, like, hosting like, yeah, Sasha talks
1: about you all the time. I'm so excited. Like, basically, she was meeting her husband's father. And it's
0: so, it goes to the level, this is how intense it is, Uh, Sasha tells Jack to go ahead into his office. He'll be right in. And Jack walks in, and there's a fucking picture of him and Sasha on the desk. (laughs) Like, this guy literally has photos of him and Jack. Like, that is his father. Like, he thinks of him as his hero. Like, it's, it's it's sad in some ways because he's about to get his shit
1: kicked in. Like, but it's, it's really sad when you think he probably had a better relationship with Jack than Sydney ever did, right?
0: Uh, probably, and I don't know if that was—I mean, you could claim that it was just Jack under an alias trying to, like, you know, run a mark. But how long was he under that alias? It's—it's it's the kind of thing where you find that later on. Maybe not in this show, but in certain shows, there's like certain—I'm trying to think of what other shows I'm thinking of. But there are certain, either movies or something where people have, like, Michael Weston say, say for example from Bird Notice, there are, like, these these family fl- slash friends that you, you meet while you're another person that even if you don't talk to them anymore, when you interact with them again, it's, like, hard not to just fall back into old mm-hmm. habits because you even if you're under... Like, it's like if you're an undercover cop for 10 years, if you're best friends with somebody you might shoot in the air instead of shoot at them in a, in a uh, point-break situation, you know? It's like, just like
1: four fast, four furious. Exactly.
0: And it's just, I, I respected it for how absolutely, like, they did not even blink. Like, they made it so much the exact same plot of those movies, but they just, it's still Jack. So Jack is, like, reminiscing about the memories while he pulls out a garrote and slowly winds it in his hands like a fucking psychopath.
2: <laughs> he's such a psychopath. I mean like, I, That's we great. Need he's my to favorite describe,
0: I, I said it I too so quickly. I wanted to describe the scene more accurately. Like there's a there's a picture on the table. It's an empty quiet room. It's just Jack there being Jack. So he's just got the hard line mouth. And he just slowly pulls out of his pocket, and it looks at first like, like he has like a fucking piece of gum, but he just starts unwinding it, and <laughs> it's a fucking garrote, which is something, if you don't know what a garrote is, it's what you strangle someone with, a metal, a metal fissure that you can strangle around someone's neck, and potentially take their whole head off, but I'm sure this guy's pretty tough, he's got a thick neck. But so, Jack is, like, literally, reminis- stole <laughs> reminis- thick neck. Yeah. He's literally reminiscing about the good times <clears throat> while he's un- under- un- un- unraveling a garage, which is just such a classic Jack Brissett. Like, this is why this episode's not great, but I did really, I was like, that's just like, like classic Like,
1: clearly we found some amusing moments yes. in
0: this episode. And it's also partly that Victor Garber is just terrific. <laughs>
1: like He's the great. best. How did he not win like five million Emmys I don't for the show?
0: At least one. That, for fuck's sake. The that's first like a legit question.
1: Is, I don't. I don't understand the it. The First season is a was,
0: revelation for him as well.
1: I think it was partially because ABC was still like third place, yeah. and yeah, it was still a joke.
0: The West Wing was still happening, or something. I
1: don't even mm-hmm. know. Yeah, NBC was still on top and not making garbage. <laughs> Imagine a world.
0: <laughs> God damn it! So, uh, so she. So he's doing that, but Sid, of course, now is using Sam for the job, which I felt like was a mistake, but I guess she had to just work with what she had. So she gives yeah. him like things to do, which is to go get the uh the car the and van. drive it yeah. to where she is in three minutes. Which is like mm-hmm. these guys are master criminals and they're leaving keys in the visor. I felt that was a little bit much of a Hey.
1: He's gonna pump thunder into his veins, okay? <laughs>
0: But no, the the van that they leave there for him to take, they have the keys in the visor. So he, all mm-hmm. he does is untuck yeah. the visor and the keys drop down. It was yeah, so unrealistic.
1: She points out to him. <laughs> yeah, It's all pretty so unrealistic, as you'll see in a second. But yeah, she points out <laughs> to him that the prototype is a helicopter. He's like, isn't this place a little small to house, a helicopter? She's like, they customized it. Said, oh, oh, did they customize oh, it? Oh, my God. I'm so excited for, like, literally the most laughable scene in the well, history. Well, we're about alias. to
0: get here because, basically, within seconds of him getting into the car, they start up the machine, and it is genuinely a toy helicopter with bullets. Target acquired. <laughs> with bullets. And then,
1: then Kasabian's clubfoot starts uh, playing, and I you have, know what I time it is.
0: Blasting. I was like, I oh. remember
1: watching this episode live and just jamming laughing. Out. Oh, I, jamming I was out. jamming, but also <laughs> laughing. <laughs>
0: It's insane. Like, it really is insane. It, it comes across as absolutely... I don't even know. It's it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And so he so Saka- Sabian's blasting. She's running around at this point trying to avoid it. Because the, the helicopter is essentially a drone, I guess. It, mm-hmm.
1: Back then yeah. there weren't
0: really drones as much, but it was kind of a drone. Mm-hmm. And it was going to come after her and try and shoot her, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a pre-drone world. <laughs> we didn't understand how real these... These mini copters we'll coming to kill us all were Free
0: drone world. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Uh, I mean like alias Amazon basically delivery
1: yeah. drone. Alias basically created the world we live today, so Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> oh man. Um so they, they this is okay. I mentioned this- <laughs> earlier too it's like an SNL parody. This scene mm-hmm. is specially- Can you play
1: Clubfoot over this yes. whole segment? I will I also will play Clubfoot.
0: So you can all hear it as we record. But yeah, it's it is Next level dumb. Like, it really sounds like a joke, and it, it is, or I mean, looks like a joke. It comes across as absolutely insane because it's just—it's Sydney running around a warehouse with a toy helicopter hovering at random <laughs> points, <laughs> shooting at her.
2: Well, I'm an Amazon delivery drone. It
0: is. It really is. It's like it's so, it's so fucking dumb. So so she's running around,
1: and and in theory, it's not dumb because it's like it's got a lot of guns happening but it looks like it's, like a it's also a fucking little copter. Yeah, yeah, it's got like a, or whatever yeah. you
0: want to call it, like it's a, uh, assault rifle attached to the helter. Mm-hmm. It's
1: definitely very dangerous, but it's also a mini copter. Yeah.
0: And so, it just but looks, then Jason it looks stupid. gets in the car and moves the car up, and then the car is like, <laughs> oh, okay, uh, we're going to have you hop in, and then the other guy comes in towards the car, and I don't even know how to describe it, it's just so dumb, but this, this is his old boss, one of the bad guys, comes towards the car, and he is able to jump out, and then try and shoot at him at some point. It was a very confusing scene because he basically... Yeah, his
1: boss tries to shoot at him because, again, they think he's working, like, working with her as an agent. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, Sydney is zigging and zagging through this warehouse as she's just constantly getting shot at. As we all know, Target acquired. It keeps showing, like, its robot vision, which is even better. (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) is just blasting over and over and over again. And Jason Siegel, he gets a gun. She gives him a gun. And he's like, I'm going to shoot you. He does not shoot him. And he gets shot at. And he gets shot. Which is because he sucks. He's not an agent. And, well, the scene's not over. Because the way Sydney gets away from uh, the drone. She doesn't even get away from it. But she uses the bad guy the as a like, human shield. And then it unloads uh-huh. like ten fucking rounds into his back. And
0: then it just, just it also- because sort of
1: like uh, like it, it seems like the, well no like it sees the yeah it sees the blood basically and like the death and it just like sees her well i feel like this is at this point just a prototype so it's not even perfected so yes. <laughs> now they well Segal now they know the there. problem but jason, was
0: still, there, jason was still there and not eliminated so why didn't it just go fly over to she
1: was him. made the target as soon like she, she was the first one it saw me, pretty much. Okay, I
0: don't know. Like it was dumb. The
1: Jurassic Park of drones. It
0: was. It was very dumb. And so, so he was. Jason Sequel was shot in the process, like we said. And he is like, it doesn't hurt, but you know he's got to. She's get like, started. it will. Yeah, it will. Like, and she's talking about sad. this
1: life, basically.
0: Yeah, no, but also she's like, Jesus City, give him like two seconds to just enjoy like getting shot, basically. Like, and like <laughs> instead, she's just like, it's I gonna lived.
2: Hurt. I pumped iron into my vein or thunder into his veins. Oh,
0: she says that. Wow, wow, <laughs> She say that like if you pump some thunder <laughs> in your veins. That'll pump some thunder into your veins. It was so
2: no, fucking really stupid.
0: <laughs> Nice, nice impression. Let's see. Do it again. One more time. Anytime. <laughs> that's
2: what <I'm> here for. <laughs> we for. get that
0: time? <laughs> I love it. But that's basically the scene is it just them mumbling like, see, it was worth it. And then they walk over and whatever. And then, um, so the, he's... They're, all the guys are down. But they, the problem also with the drone is it just flies off. Is that drone now just, like, active out in the world? Or do they stop it? I feel like she has... St- she just like take out
1: the batteries or something.
0: I thought she could go to the computer and you know or get do Marshall to hack into
1: the
2: mainframe. <laughs> and did she even accomplish her mission? That's what or? I
0: mean. Like it doesn't even wrap it up. It just has to with him.
2: Like, and she, like we don't know because she doesn't do a report. Spoiler alert for the end of the episode.
1: And also,
0: so wait, so he's shot just in the arm. So he could have, yeah. after she, like, you know, goes and checks he's not dead or mortally wounded, she should just go take down the, the fucking drone. Instead, she, she like, attends to him for five minutes, talking about thunder and in veins, instead of, like, stopping. <laughs> this thing could smash through a window and start murdering the people of Austria. It was just incredibly unprofessional on her, on her part, but she just lets it go. Or, if, hey, if she goes walking to nice. the office... The thing might acquire her again as a target. Like, these are things exactly. that... To... It
1: happens again. It's just... <laughs> deleted <laughs> scenes five more times. But Sid... Sid doesn't... Get... Oh my god. But also, like...
0: Sid, you're... You, 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 I, she must not be as worried because she could just use Sam as the shield next time, I guess.
1: I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we should go just to the next thing because we already talked about the other stuff that happened. Well, I do want
0: but to I mention will say that Sasha's wife Kor- is pregnant.
1: Korshev's wife. Yeah, that was his a pregnant.
0: dark introduction. His,
1: his really sweet wife is pregnant and now she's all by herself.
0: Well, so she he, says to, he says to Jack, like, hey, Jack, my wife's pregnant. We just found out. He probably would have named that kid
1: Jack. He would have.
0: He absolutely would have. And the the ironic thing here is that uh, so basically he says this to him and, and other shows. This is when he introduces that. That's where like the you know I don't even know how you say it. Like the um, the moral ambiguity comes into play. And then mm-hmm. this guy's gonna have a, a newborn child and his wife is pregnant. Blah blah. And that would become like, oh, does Jack want to do this now? Like for He's Sydney, like, nope, like,
1: but she's gonna do for that. For Sydney,
0: <laughs> it would be like, oh my god, this guy. Like, uh, but then Jack is just like. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> Just chokes him to death. <laughs> well, the guy does say like, um, basically, I, yeah, he cause says, is, he's, he's like, "This is the man you taught me to be," and he's still. Yeah, like, and I'm
1: staying this. on course, and it's like, honestly, I feel like this guy, based on the dialogue he had, he could have been like. He could have had, like, a real Hitler situation going on. He was very very passionate about his convictions that, like, Jack taught him. Right, and he,
0: yeah, and Jack, of course, I guess he's trying to, like, live his life in Jack's image. And God knows whatever alias Jack was using at that time. I mean, even Jack asked Jack, that's a dark person Mm -hmm. to be totally like.
1: Yeah, he's very, like, set in his ways. And, yeah, I could see no no good coming from this guy continuing to live. And he he says,
0: I know there are some in your government who find my work to be a betrayal. And then Jack, of course, gets really offended by that, and he just freaks out, grabs him, b- grabs him by the throat, garrot style, and just says, "You betrayed me!"
1: <laughs> and then just strangles him. <laughs> He's like, "You betrayed Jack. me! I'm spy daddy!"
0: And it's like, who fucking cares about the government? That's why I feel like that's Jack is at the end of the day almost like a Godfather situation where the the, the government aspect of it is sure that matters, but a lot of what Jack does is based on. Personal offense mm-hmm. or personal. Especially toss.
1: after the whole arena thing, right. of course he cares about who betrays him and not because yeah. that was his wife.
0: <laughs> his wife, but it's, wife. it's
1: so it's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, it's so it's also awkward to me because it's the the you betrayed me aspect of it. It's just like it, it is really like Jack saying. Who, don't bring the government into this don't look me in the face and tell me you betrayed me <laughs> like he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be like pushed aside as just some like a, a cog of the government jack is what's most important in jack's mind and i respect him for <laughs> that but uh so so sasha is now going to be with a widow and a, a, a single mom uh, and so he leaves the room shuts the door walks up to someone who's like um yeah, Sasha's going to be a little bit, don't disturb him, but I'm going to need a car for the airport. And then it's like he get didn't... him a car, I guess. I was like, "Oh, Jack, classic Jack." Cuz that's what happens
1: cuz Sasha at the beginning was like, uh, "You treat Jack like you treat me basically." So, like, "So, get him a car."
0: Did he fuck Jack? I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, so <laughs> <laughs> He totally thought about it. Oh,
0: uh, god. All right. Okay, so yeah,
1: they're at a they're at a baseball stadium, right? Yeah, I don't know, but it's in
0: Austria. I guess there's baseball stadiums. I Austria. guess
1: maybe, maybe football. football.
0: I guess I was just a stadium, whatever it was. It was a mm-hmm. stadium that definitely looked like some kind of a sports arena, mm-hmm. and a yeah. no concert maybe. But um, he's there with with uh, Sam is there with with Sydney. Uh, it's safe to go home. Yeah. totally checks out. You're good. You're good. Uh, I talk to people. Yeah. She's like, my people spoke to some people, so it's safe. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Because, I mean, obviously, we just saw Sasha had a whole operation going on. They must have more than one person in charge.
1: Unless, like, maybe they sent people in to go, like, arrest the remaining ones. That's all oh, I can no. think.
0: I mean, Jack
1: could have... We never know realistically, how... Realistically, Jack like,
0: could have taken out everybody while they were getting him the car service. We never know what
1: the rest of the CIA is doing, so... Right,
0: and I mean, it's Jack Bristow with there <laughs> alone, so he could have just gone one by one and, and murdered everybody as the car service <laughs> came for him, but, like, and leaving just the wife alone, the pile of bodies. <laughs> for, to,
1: to tend to the dead bodies.
0: I feel like the wife would have handled it well, though. She seemed very charismatic. She would have just, like, made them team, and, like, we'll wait together. But, um... So he's he's... Sam at this point is now free to go home, and he Mm -hmm. explains to Sydney that it's like, well, it must be really, it must kill you to see all these amazing things, people, places, and keep it all to yourself.
1: And she says it's not only to kind of take that back by the end of the episode. Yeah,
0: she's like, oh, it's not that bad. And then he's just like, great, I love it now. It's like, okay, Sid, lie to yourself more. All of your friends are dead. At least she has her dad yeah. and, and Michael Vaughn, which is like hey. is her dad, the only
1: one she can talk to you about these things. Yeah,
0: and so he and then this is where I kind of felt that even now he could have gone back to being goofy, but he was still kind of normal. But I mean, I get it. But it, it was just sort of seagull being. You
1: wanted him goofy. I feel like that's the only thing that would have made this episode worse. Considering how oh, I agree, we made it worse it in the first but place. felt like
0: he was he was going towards Just do that. it. You just swing for <laughs> the fences at this point, to be honest. But so
1: he says like She could have done like he could have brought back the accent. Oh,
0: fucking god. So he says, like, uh, people like us, because at one point she says something like, yeah, people like us need, need some excitement in our lives or something. And he's like, people like us? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just so smiley.
1: He does not speak like that. <laughs> he was in the Muppet movie, right? I thought that was pretty spot yeah. on. Come on <laughs> he Latoya. was the Muppet, right? I'm oh, sorry. His brother's a Muppet. <laughs> um, so he, You can never tell them apart, really. Yeah.
0: Uh, so he <laughs> says, like, oh, he's so honored that she says people like us, because now he feels special it's just, like, so ironic. I'm like, I mean, Sam, don't push your luck, though. You're nothing like Sidney beyond the basics. He becomes,
1: like, an adrenaline junkie when he gets back home. I know, right? He's a a mess. I mean, it
0: really did also just sell home, like, how much that both, I mean, Marshall and Will Tippin have done since they were both um, inducted into the, the knowledge of what's going on because Will Tippin behaved so much more... Eloquently under duress. Because I mean, not to say that Sam didn't do a, f- a decent job. After the
1: initial reaction, that I mean, is. His
0: reaction is. F- but he still handles it really well. I, I don't want to get into this, but for someone who has found out his entire life basically is a lie, he handles it with a plum and just, mm-hmm. like, literally puts on his, like, little black wig and goes away. But uh, so anyway, but so Sam is just kind of like, all right, bye. <laughs> just walks out of the stadium alone. People like us. I'm like, well, she should probably drive you home at least. Like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, I like, he's taking the Metro. Uh, he's safe
1: now, remember? It's no big deal. Yeah, and, NBD. And that
0: Metro, man, it's perfect for people like us. Uh, so, he, <laughs> so he heads off. And then, of course, uh, we find out later on, City tells Jack that Korjev was taken in a standoff. And then she's like, hmm, interesting. And Jack's like, yeah, I saw it play out. And she's like, oh, did you? And it's basically like, "Yeah, I I, I don't
1: think she's suspicious, honestly.
0: I don't know. Well, she is really quiet, and she just kind of stares at him. But she knows who Jack
1: is. Well, the thing is, I think her reaction is because of the whole... You know, can't talk to anyone, but hey, I can talk to my dad. That's I think that's what it's it is. I do she has she has n- no idea about Korchef at all. I don't think. Oh
0: man. So either way, he, but meanwhile, when he says I saw it all play out firsthand, he means I strangled the life out of him with my bare
1: hands. So, <laughs> I mean, that's technically a standoff <laughs> it was
0: firsthand. But so, and so <laughs> exactly. So he says he's heading home, and he, but uh, well, she asks him if he's heading home, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go grab some dinner." I'm like classic Jack is like hungry after he's like reminiscing about murdering his surrogate son. <laughs> With a garrot, like less than twenty-four <laughs> hours ago, he's like, can "I can, I can do with some steak, but
1: uh, I can, I can do some onion rings, yeah, onion rings. Let's get that let's, oh let's get I fries. Am- Imagine Jack Bristow eating onion rings. <laughs>
2: it's a nice image. I just love.
1: I hope that they did. They went to like an
0: Applebee's or something. <laughs> he's like, no, what is this? Like Mexican chicken What are the spices in this uh, So so like the two of them go off And she's like actually I'm kind of hungry too And then they decide to and, she's like, and he's like oh you don't have your report to write And she's like
1: it'll keep
0: Like haha food <laughs> jokes and then they go,
1: but, but did you, like, complete your mission? I don't know. I don't know. Who fucking cares? <laughs> this show's
0: basically
2: over. cares about the mission. It's like, It'll keep. And
0: it's like, she's basically, the show's basically over, both this episode and the series.
1: <laughs> Let's just, like, walk away. It's like, we're never going to go back to anything that happened in this episode ever again. Who cares? It'll keep.
0: It'll keep. And so they walk off together. I mean, that is a, a reasonably, we're, we're being jokey about it, because considering what it, just, it was bookending, but... It was a relatively sweet moment, although yeah. it was kind of pointless because you could have had a much better moment with a more earned uh, plot up until that. Like bit. if they had
2: gone on like a mission together or, or something, separate, or separate, and it'd
0: been a lot more. I mean, I guess technically he helped save her because he he killed Korchev, or Kordjev, and that's why they were now safe to let Sam go home. But it could have been better if he like behind the scenes tried to get somebody who was trying to get at her or something I don't know, it felt very, yeah. like he was a sniper and took out the guy who was about to shoot her that would have made more sense mm-hmm. or something like that, I don't know but so basically that just sort of wraps up the whole episode, which was pointless because it'll not, keep well, it was, it'll keep. No, the episode does <laughs> not keep, the episode was absolutely rotten um, <laughs> and that's kind of it, do you have any wrap up thoughts? I don't even know what more to say. I mean,
1: I'm sure we always have something mm-hmm. to say. Needed more
2: Will Tippin
0: Everything needs more Will Tippin to be honest. I don't know why we didn't get a show about Will Tipin being an architect or slash, like, construction manager.
2: Construction dude. Oh, I wanted that.
1: Because the world was not ready for that. So it would be too much. It'd be, t-
0: well, It'd too, be much.
1: too much. None of us could handle it. I don't
0: know, I could. Him wearing you could not handle time. You can
1: barely handle it now. He's not even in the episode. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm... I feel like
1: yeah, I feel like we've talked about everything pretty much.
0: Yeah, this show was great. Like, about when this it was an episode great, and, and it yeah. show. Really bad when it was really bad. It was very much a very uh, polarizing show.
1: Mm-hmm. And JJ Abrams can't pretend that they were trying to do more character stuff because he wasn't even there.
0: Well, he can pretend all he wants. It's just not true.
1: <laughs> it's just nonsense. Make believe. <clears throat> uh... It's like not even true. It wouldn't be true even if he were there. Like, because no, that's not what happened at all. No. To say there's more character stuff in season four of Alias than there is in season one or two—that's insane. That's a that's a, that's a lie. I mean, he could say like they were planning
0: on it, but it just didn't happen. Maybe the deleted <laughs> scenes are all. Plus, was he stuff. even
2: involved in the planning process?
0: Who knows? In, in, in I JJ's think so. mind, he is because JJ created it. So I guess he. He's
2: just... He was
1: busy trying to figure out what was happening on Lost.
0: Yeah, it did, well, he never knew that either. So <laughs>
2: uh, it was a whole mess. It
0: was all right. How about you, Lindsay? Do you have any other wrap-up thoughts?
2: <laughs> It'll, keep. I missed, It'll keep. I missed Will. We
0: all miss Will.
2: I know, I have a note here saying I It'll can't keep. believe we're not watching a Will Tippin episode. Well, this then, is the podcast That's the purpose bad of the episodes,
0: podcast. So, even his worst episodes are better than basically the rest the of the Are the best. Show. And he's always the best part of it. I mean, because, yeah, he's one of those characters who just is... I honestly don't really think I have any problem with him at all. He's great.
1: Those frosted tips at the beginning of the series. Oh,
2: you
0: know what do I you mean? Those gloriously frosted tips
2: Come down oh, my god. oh god ice cream I and tequila
0: i mean these are classic will Tippin beats
2: tequila and yes.
1: ice cream the pilot's a dilemma because like he has those frosted tips but he also like takes his shirt off in the first episode so it's his like, first yes.
0: scene is him taking his shirt off
1: this is yes. a
0: character who knows its way to our hearts that's all i'm trying to say <laughs> oh god damn it but if you want to watch the show, start with the first season, quit by the third season, watch just the Will Tippin's... I, no, I say
1: watch the third season. Oh,
0: no, no, no. I meant by the end of the third season. Quit yeah. by the third season's ending. And then watch only the Will Tippin episodes for four, or for, four, for five, and then maybe the finale and the premiere of five you could do.
1: Watch this episode just so you know what we're talking about. That's for sure. It'll keep.
0: <laughs> it's not... I mean, it's not without its moments. I mean, the, the the Jack scenes are pretty funny. That's about it. I mean, the rest of it... Like, people need to experience
1: how, like, into Jack Cory Stoll was.
0: He yeah, was, like, all about him. Plus, that helicopter scene is pretty insane, and if you like Kasabian, you'd probably enjoy watching it. But yeah, that's about the only upside to it. That was a sh- that was a hell of a Kasabian. showcase
1: for Kasabian.
0: <laughs> it was. It's a great song. I mean, it worked.
2: I, oh, I, I love the song. And actually, if
0: you close your eyes, it, and you hear all the bullets and just the song, it's probably quite quite an intense scene. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Your eyes around, just don't watch. It. Oh my just god, I, did, I, just, I just reinvented the way this show should be watched. This episode, <laughs> if you watch the Kasabian scene with your eyes closed, I bet you it's a great scene because you'll hear all the gunshots, you'll hear everything, and it'll be super intense. You'll hear people, you won't really see that's a
1: little helicopter chasing Sydney. Oh, I'm
0: gonna go back and do that right now, and I'll, I'll check back. But I bet you that's a great that's a, it's a good suggestion, guys. So I, I recommend doing that too. And make sure you turn up the volume really loud because you want to hear that Kasabian pumping. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's kind of it for us, too, though. I God, it's 2005 again. <laughs> oh, man, a simpler time. <laughs> um, So uh, if, if that's everything, we can get on to plugs, though. So what's up with you, Latoya? Uh,
1: You can follow me on Twitter at LaFergs, find myself at Av Club and read my beautiful TV Club 10 on Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place. Do it. And you can also read my fantastic Complex uh piece on watching... San Andreas in 4D X, which is better than 3D. Oh, it is
2: a it is a good piece.
1: Thank you.
0: Mm, I agree. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> It'll keep you guys. It's It'll deep.
0: keep. Uh, oh my god! And then it's a new thing. Uh, and what's up with you, Lindsay?
2: I'm on Twitter, tweeting about things. Sports. <laughs> okay.
0: Sports. <laughs> Sports. Which is what it's the Kules right? But it's K U H L E S T. Yes. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. I thought you couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. You (laughs) You spelled it right.
2: Uh, It'll
0: keep. (laughs) Fucking damn it. That's already really pissing me off. (laughs) God damn it. All right. And then, um, as always, I am at E on Twitter. Um, The next episode for this show will be the X-Files season one, episode nine, space. Which Which means I have to watch
1: the first eight episodes of X-Files
2: before I do that, because I still have not watched X-Files ever. Yeah, and
0: that's... I, it's definitely good to watch that beforehand because if that's your first episode of the X-Files I'm scared about what you that'll do. You definitely
2: need some kind of that'll,
0: that'll ruin the launching show for- off point. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. You can follow us on Twitter at the Televoid. you can email us at TheTelevoid at gmail.com you can rate, subscribe review us on iTunes and in the meantime, thanks for wandering into the Televoid, guys, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye!